0: Oh, oh,
1: I, I saw that
0: <laughs> one. That's classic, too.
2: <laughs> Trevor, come on in.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Please welcome
2: to the stream. <laughs> classic.
3: I wish we'd gotten that <laughs> initial reaction. That <laughs> I, was very that good.
2: Was, no, that was a moment for us. That was, Hold I on. saw Tori's Where eyes. The fuck's I
4: Jesus.
2: grab your phone well, about is he? to say, it was so funny too because we were originally planning on like uh all right, Hallowitz, you slinked off to go hunting. Who do you meet
5: in the yeah. woods? Please welcome Trevor <laughs> is
2: oh, so funny. <laughs> Did
5: I get it? I hey, yeah, it? hey Okay, sorry about that. I spoiled the whole shebang.
0: <laughs> uh, you're fine. Okay.
5: Amazing. This is pretty classic for us. Uh
2: folks, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Please welcome, from Rooster Teeth and the Red Web Podcast, Trevor Collins.
3: Hi, Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Hello, everybody.
2: (laughs)
5: How are y'all doing?
3: Doing great. What brings you here?
2: Uh, (laughs) An unexpected
5: Zoom call. Ah. Ah. (laughs) Ah. Ah.
4: See what Love you it. did there. But it happen that way.
2: For those of you that are maybe uh, slightly older, uh, Rooster Teeth was uh, a bunch of straight white men in the early 2000s on the internet doing <laughs> video game shit that <laughs> sort yeah. of snowballed into. um God, how many projects have you worked on in the last? You know what is it? Fifty years? You've been. Oh doing
5: God, and me personally, it is already <laughs> hard to count. But the the mm-hmm. company, it's like we're coming up on 21 years. Our company could start drinking now. Um, hey. you know, <laughs> But no, I mean, countless, truly. And, uh, and as I always say, like, I stand on the shoulders of many giants who have built the place that I that I work in and I work among many incredibly talented uh, performers. So mm-hmm. lots of lots of hands and a lot of pies. Perfect. Amazing All right. Well, you knew. wanna you wanna put your hands in another pie? Is I'd that... like
3: to have a pie that hasn't had any hands in it, please.
5: <laughs> this like... feels like untouched pie. <laughs> I feel like I gotta touch it. I feel like no. I gotta put my hand right in the middle. No, no, we perfect. gotta touch the
2: pie, guys. We gotta touch. the It's pie. like that
5: scene in Hook. If you don't just don't believe in the pie, and it won't be there. You know, as
3: long as it's not like that scene in American
5: Pie. <laughs> <laughs> An American Pie. Uh, <laughs> oh God!
2: Oh God, no! <laughs> For those of you Gen Zers listening to this, don't look that up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG podcast that will finally answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. Around me are my internet friends and Trevor Collins from Rooster Teeth. Say (laughs) hi, internet friends and Trevor Collins from Rooster Teeth. Hello. Internet friends.
3: Why isn't Trevor one of the internet friends? Well, he has, Why to, is he has to be a separate
2: Because the way I'm going to edit this is that I'm not going to edit part this. Is- <laughs> 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 We've stumbled onto the other bit that we do, Trevor. I tend to just say I'll edit this out and then not edit it out because <laughs> the never time. Well,
5: Here's I'm very happy to be here and I'm very happy to earn my title of internet friend. Yes, so, let's do
2: it. Let's do it. Oh, God, I feel really bad. My wife just asked, is that door closed? No, I'm just being really loud. It is closed.
5: Oh, sorry. We'll be quiet. (laughs) Me. That's me.
2: It's fine. It's she can literally only hear me. So I'm the problem. It's me. All right. Uh, joining us for a first episode, as you all saw briefly in that introduction, is Trevor Collins. Uh, Trevor, I always forget to let guests introduce themselves. So please, for those of you that were maybe not on the internet in the early 1980s, please let the people know <laughs> who you are. Listen,
5: listen, I, I, I walk amongst ancients at Rooster Teeth. Uh, no, but I, I work at Rooster Teeth. I focus primarily on a few things. I've got a true crime podcast for, like Mysteries Unsolved Crime. And Encrypteds and all sorts of stuff. I've got a podcast called Red Web. And then I also work with my friends on uh, like comedy and improv uh, at Dog Bark. So, yeah, that's what I got going on. And now you're here
2: playing a Lord of the Rings character. And uh, what's your exposure to Lord of the Rings so far? Because you and I mean, you and I have had conversations about this, but for yeah, those that maybe weren't on that two hour phone call.
5: Yeah. So oh man, it was long. Um, so I have been on again, off again, huge Tolkien fan for a long, long time. Um, but only knowing kind of like the movies, the extended cuts and uh and the books themselves. But I've stumbled into many different like video essay creators, Don yourself included, uh, that break down deeper cuts of the lore. Like you're the way I consume the Silmarillion, essentially. Oh, um thank you. So thank you for helping me with that. But so Please. I am um a low key External but high key internal Tolkien geek, and uh, I, I love this stuff, and so I, I love trying to absorb as much of the lore as possible. So I'm very honored to be part of this quest and the story you guys are telling. We are I would happy like to take, to take have
3: this me. opportunity to plug a project from a mutual Tolkien fan, Mary Clay. Uh, yes. her podcast, oh that's what I'm talking about, uh, in which she reads all the books for the first time and she did the Silmarillion. And she has, like, a guest on for each episode where she talks through it chapter by chapter. She hated it. She hated it. She- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was like, would not recommend. But. It made for a good podcast. It's
2: fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I'll put uh, Mary Clay's uh, link in the description of this uh, as well. Uh, Trevor, is there a website where people can find you uh, specifically or you're just everywhere on the internet?
5: There's roosterteeth.com, which has all of our company's shows and brands and everything. Um, Otherwise, Red Web is wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah.
2: Right. So- uh we're doing things a little bit out of order but a couple of people to thank before we get started uh special thanks to sarah m shunke for doing some of the artwork for this show you can find her on instagram at sarah m shunke the battle maps are made by little wit the cartographer and the music is crafted by cullen vance you can go to cullen vance creative.com and stream all of his or buy all of his music now, typically I say, is everybody ready? And then they say, no. oh, yes, we are using The One Ring uh, from the Free League Publishing Company. A special thanks to them for giving us early access all those years ago. And special thanks to our sponsors who are the, you know, ones actually giving us money that I constantly forget to mention, The Rook and the Raven. You can go to therookandtheraven.com for all of your TTRPG note-taking needs. They have special inserts and guides and all of this cool stuff. Go to therookandtheraven.com. With all of that out of the way, are we ready to get started?
1: Let's do no. it. No. Well, let's,
3: let's try. Who try forget who do you forget?
2: Yeah, done. Oh, for, it's of a good lord. Sorry, I'm so bad at this. A special thanks to my wife. She goes by Nat20 Wife. Online, the the collective cheer of he remembered to thank his wife was just <laughs> yeah, all nonverbal. He, he was
4: reminded to thank his wife. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I should go down there in person. No, I'm not. Well, we'll do that later. I'll read the room. All right, with all of that out of the way (laughs) are we ready to get started
0: yeah let's go yeah let's go
2: let's go Welcome back. When we last left off, our party was making their way, uh, having successfully recruited the army of the dead with Arwen. Uh, They were making their way further south by boat through the river towards the island of Tolthalus, and then they were going to go back up again uh, to get to Gondor by river, very similar to what Aragorn, Arwen, or excuse me, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli did. However, they were waylaid. Uh, A number of distractions came about, uh, including uh, a fire on one side of the camp and then a potential sea monster encounter that they very narrowly managed to avoid, uh, with the help of a not so friendly NPC named Havari. She and her uh, young sister have uh, been seemingly abandoned uh, or or uh, left alone and orphaned by uh, the two parents that were taken by said sea monster that attacked the boat. And you all uh, decided to sort of have a little chat. There was some tension. But eventually, cooler heads prevailed-ish, kind of, not really. You also There was a...
3: some tension.
2: I okay, got well, stabbed this twice. twice. No, no, you got hit with an arrow twice. But I that's got because you arrow
3: had... stabbed twice. Well, hang
2: on, hang on, hang on. Let's just make it known so Trevor doesn't think you're some sort of victim here. You did grapple this woman from behind and hold a knife to her throat because I you were tired of- I didn't.
3: I didn't. Cut her with it. I didn't cut her with it.
2: I'm sure her 11-year-old mm. sister with the arrows pointed at you that eventually shot you was able to tell the difference in that split-second decision she made.
3: Tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I cut her zero wow. times, and I got stabbed twice. Doesn't seem yeah. fair.
2: Oh, no, if it isn't the consequences of Charlotte's actions coming back to haunt her.
3: Not my actions.
2: Not oh, my actions. Me. Well, when I kill your your NPC, maybe it will be then. Uh, All right, so... However, uh, even though the tension was at an all-time high, despite you know my nonchalance, Hallowith was kind of sick of it. And Hallowith, I'm gonna say that you in sauntering off have found yourself hunting.
4: Uh, not, it was for a purpose. I would like to say that I did ask By all him, means, what are you he, trying to do? I said why well, I asked Barry, I remember I asked Barry what did, does he need any bait for his trap of this of this monster which is in in, in the river currently. And I, and he said yes, and I said, right, this is a perfect opportunity for me to, A, contribute somewhat rather than just standing there and listening to people bicker, but also to help get us on our way because we're pressed for time. This is a chance for Halloweth to solitude, s- s- just hunt by himself and have his own thoughts for company, which is all he wants.
2: All right. Well, let's interrupt that in just a moment. Uh, okay. Halloweth. I'm going to go ahead and ask you, uh, you need to make for the first time ever in this game, because I didn't think it was going to come up, because Lemba spread is a thing. Make a hunting check for me with 1d12 and 3d6s. Trevor, to give you an idea, there are 18 skills on your one ring character sheet. Mm -hmm. I thought that was too many skills. So we cut some of them so that people could min-max a little bit more because we thought this was going to be a 30-episode campaign. Two years later,
4: and it's not. (laughs) Where is hunting in terms of... Oh, that's uh, the strength. The strength, Strength. yeah. Okay.
2: You probably have it crossed out because I told you to before we even began the campaign. So I'm just going to give you half of your bow skill. 1d12, 3d6s.
4: Okay, that's fine. I got a 21, so I beat my target number by 9.
2: Okay, with a 21, you manage to... I'll say it takes you about a half hour to... Stalk your way through the woods and figure out, sort of, get your lay of the land, get your bearings, look for animal tracks. What's going through Hallowith's mind as he wanders alone, seemingly, for the first time in this campaign?
4: Yeah, he, he's going to be trying to focus very hard on the job at hand to kind of have one thought process and one goal, instead of having to think about other people around him and thinking, OK, we, got, we as a group have to do this. I'm, I'm not worried about dynamics. I'm not worried about anything else aside from my one goal. But I guess he's he's going to take in the kind of land that he's on right now. What are the trees mm-hmm. like? Are, 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 does the atmosphere around hallow feel kind of calming or is it avoiding mm-hmm. are, are the trees kind of looming in or are they allowing him to kind of breathe in this in this kind of <laughs> isolation but is it pleasant isolation like what's sure what's the... sure it's i will not say it's pleasant just given the quest that you have no, in front no no, no of you. okay pleasant may be a stretch but you know what but i it's, mean it's <laughs> it's
2: at the very least serene in the best possible way serene can be in a situation like this Mm-hmm. Uh, a light wind, no clouds, you can make out the moon and stars through the canopy of the trees. You also hear a rustle from about 100 feet in front of you. And you see a small deer, like probably a, a like teenager, awkward, lanky style, not quite full grown buck, uh, but still sort of like that young
4: adolescent type deer. He has uh, he has kind of the thought of, you're coming home with me. Mm-hmm.
2: All yeah. right. So with a 22 hunting check,
4: yeah.
2: Trevor, mm-hmm. please go oh ahead and also make me a hunting check. I will ask you to roll 1d12 and 3d6s. You are trying to beat Alouith. What was your number?
6: 21.
2: You're trying to beat a 21 here.
6: Come on, Trevor.
5: All right. No. now... Yeah.
6: Just had one good moment.
5: Take his prize.
3: <laughs> Take his prize.
5: All right. Do I uh, just tell you outright
2: or do I? You tell me. So okay. you're trying to beat the number that says TN for you to actually succeed. Okay. So this is what's called a contested role. So you were trying to beat Zach Halloweth's role, the character Halloweth. All
5: right. With a I, 21... rolled a, yeah. I rolled a 19.
2: A 19. close. So oh, the oh. deer is 100 feet in front of you. Mm -hmm. You draw the arrow back, you're ready to fire. And as you fire, you hear the twang of a bowstring about a second or two after yours. Yours hits it first, and Trevor, your character's, hits it second, but you're both aware that you fired almost simultaneously. But the arrows are coming from perpendicular sides, basically at a 90 degree angle. So Halwith, yours hits it in the flank, Trevor, your character's, hits it in the chest. I will ask both of you right now, Trevor, starting first, what are you doing in this moment?
5: So I can see that another arrow hit it. You can see it very clearly, yes. Um, I move into cover and start to rotate that direction.
2: Hallowith, if you would like to, make me an awareness check. And uh, Trevor, make a stealth check for me.
5: Do I roll the amount of d6s that I have checked in on my sheet? You do, yes. So if
2: one diamond is filled in on your sheet, that is equivalent to 1d6. The d12 is a base total for everything. And then Um, the number of d6s.
4: I beat my target number by 10. By 10.
2: What was it total? 22. 22. Trevor?
5: 14.
2: 14. Halloweth, you have absolutely no problem spotting the fact that there is a Human, probably 20s, 30s, uh, clad in leather armor, attempting to hide, but you're several thousand years old. You've done this shit before.
4: Uh, Halloweth immediately, bow-drawn, arrow pointing exactly at the spot where uh, this man is hiding. and says, if you come out now with your hands up and your weapons down, I will not shoot you.
5: I walk out, hands up, calmly, curiously, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Hallowith is a, an elf. Yeah. Yes. So I walk out and I'm seeing an elf. I, I could tell just by hearing it. So I immediately, I'm trusting. I walk out and I go, curious to see an elf all the way down here. What brings you out this far?
4: My business is my own. Who oh, I it's not, so
2: Trevor, here's another one of the bits that you just snuck by, Zach. Whenever they quote <laughs> good, the movie. It's not
4: quite, it's, it's not, not quite. quite it's so good. it doesn't count.
2: No, nail them. Whenever you quote the movie, you add an additional six HP to the final boss. Oh, and, oh. and whenever I quote the movie, we take six HP away. But Zach, I'll let you have that one
4: since I it's Trevor's it. first I, time. I, <laughs> my business is my own. hmm State yours and you live. Who are you, and where are you from?
5: Likewise. As your business is yours, mine is mine. If we can be on, our ch- if we can be on each other's way, that would be just fine with me.
4: That all sounds pleasant enough. However, it appears we are at a crossroads with this particular kill. I got it first. If you let me take it, I will spare you.
5: Fair enough. There's plenty of game to be seen out here, though not too many as docile as this one. So, count your blessings. Stay safe.
4: You too. And he, he goes to he goes to the deer and starts to play. Out. Is there anything interesting about the arrow? The other arrow which has been shot into this thing? Make me a lore check. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Is this oh, you've taken away so many of my dots for this. I have taken away. You know what? <laughs> Actually,
2: though, I'll... <laughs> How many do you have now? I've taken away three. I was on
4: six. You no, we're on, on six. Three. Yeah,
2: he maxed out his stat, Trevor, and then I had to nerf him because he got too power. No, I'm kidding. This
4: is all inaccurate. <laughs> that, that is essentially what happened. We we all know it. Okay, I got a I, I got a sixteen. I beat my target number by four for a lord. This
2: is a Gondorian arrow. Ooh.
3: Ooh! Oh, I know. I knew it. I knew it. I know. Okay. Yes. It's okay. It It's okay. Sh- yes. Sh- okay. Okay. <laughs>
4: Soldier of Gondor. Is that
5: who you are? So he's just turned to walk away. He's stowed his weaponry and everything. He's just turned to carry on with his business. And of course he stops. He figured the arrow would be seen. Not sure if it would be identified. And uh, he says, yeah, that um, I come here to speak with my father. He lives just south of here. And I come with news from the north. What news? Now. you know a little bit of my business. I'd like to know a little bit about who I'm leaving this information with.
4: You are Gondorian, we are on the same, we are are technically allies since we work towards a common goal. My name is Halworth of Lorien and formerly Gondolin. I am on a secret quest which will take me east. But we are, me and my fellow group, are currently headed towards Minas Tirith to meet up with the Rohirrim.
5: East? You're going to find a lot of danger east, but well met. Halloweth, I am Er eir son of Imrahil. (laughs) And I bring...
2: Oh, hang on one second, Trevor. Sorry. <laughs> Alois, go ahead and make me a lore check again. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We got to sprinkle some stuff in for the audience sometimes.
6: Everyone, could you repeat that one more time, buddy? Eric Curio. Oh, yeah. Spell,
2: spell your name for them, please.
5: E-R-C-H-I-R-I-O-N.
2: I'm so angry at Tolkien for making that name because it's so good. I want it. Like, it's, right. it's a really good it's name. It's so, so good. It's so really many good of his name.
4: names. Um, I beat my target number by four for a lore check. I got 15.
2: In beating a target number by four, you would be aware of the name Prince Imrahil the one of the many princes of Dol Amroth which is one of the uh, Gondorian provinces uh here in the third age you don't know too much about him rumors of a powerful human warrior uh strong family line uh good bloodline for lack of a better term that's been coming up a lot lately in our sessions so uh you know that he, he comes from the numenorean uh peoples and that this is a this is a man of Taken at face value, a man of honor, you would assume.
4: I guess Halloweth respects that. He does respect lineage and honor. Um, You say you are heading south. Uh, what news do you bring your father? Is there anything from Minas Tirith itself?
5: Mm. <laughs> you say you travel with a group. I don't mean to be too coy not that I carry too many secrets. It does sound like you have a secret quest of your own. I hope that you can respect mine, but there might be a shared interest. Um, If you would like to introduce me to the rest of your group, I'd gladly get to know them and perhaps be on my way and see if there's anything I can do to help you. I
4: suppose this could be mutually beneficial. (laughs) <laughs> Halloweth looks back and at at the fallen doe. He says, "We can even share share meat over a
5: fire. That would sound immaculate. It's not often you see many people traveling this far out, and so I could welcome the company.
4: It's nice to see a talking human for once, and not some beast.
5: We'll have to talk more about that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and Halloweth's shoulders." Though shoulders his bow and and, and beckons beckons him forward to follow
2: okay um as you two are making your way back to camp uh i will say as you approach
5: mm-hmm.
2: uh ercurion you are going to notice that there is a uh young woman mid 20s and uh, another young woman sitting next to her probably about 11 10 or 11 years old as soon as she spots you she is immediately grabbing the crossbow and pointing it at you. Oh, you brought friends? Hmm? Thought you could just sneak away? Ah. Who's he? Someone start talking. You
4: pointing is, at you, Halloweth. He is a man of honor of Gundler. I thought we were, he looks to everyone. I thought we were past this. Thought we were. You as bring well. strangers into the camp?
5: You think I I'm step just gonna forward, l- hands up. I introduce myself. I say, "I'm Erecirion, son of Prince Hill I mean you no harm. I'm passing through this area, and I've just met Halloweth, and I think that we have both two quests that uh, have coincided at this unique time. Perhaps we could help one another.
2: Make me a persuasion check, Kirion.
3: So have we all just assembled in a singular camp at this point or what are right we? Are now we that's so, prep, so
2: this is this is happening simultaneously as you all remaining folks make prep to attack the sea monster Beery was sort of drawing in the sand hanging out right. with the kid Taria your shoulder is still on fire yeah. um and uh Tori you were just kind of hanging out with uh with everybody trying to diffuse the tension
0: just trying to keep the peace
4: mm-hmm. how's, how's that, that going kid? we'll say that I bring I bring bait for the sea monster and Beer's trap. And he looks to Barry and says, Is this good? This seems this seems
6: plenty big enough. Oh yeah. At the sound of that, Beerie perks up from his, you know, sand drawing and then sees that now another tr- crossbow has been drawn and uh Havati, take it easy. Stop drawing your bows at everyone.
2: What'd you get on your persuasion check? I carry on.
5: I uh quick just as I get the mechanics under my oh. belt. Am yeah, I rolling nice. a, a six or 12? Because I only have one die to roll. And my if I In roll a persuasion? six, my target number is quite high.
2: Got it. So you are rolling 1d12 and okay. however many d6s are filled in on those dots. It may be 1d12 oh, and 1d6.
5: Yeah. I've only been rolling the sixes. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's 1d12. <laughs>
4: oh, you would have you, you bested me in the hunt otherwise.
2: Oh, yeah. wow,
5: man. Oh, man. I would have had the upper hand. That's fine. I love the way it came around. Um, okay. Roll uh, a 1d6 plus, plus the 1
2: 12. 1d12. You're going to roll a d12 every single time.
5: All right. I beat you're the going TN. To roll the, perfect. I... Uh, six by six
2: in doing so you're going to watch havari look around at all of you i don't like strangers we know new strangers even less but we could use another set of hands uh dwarf you've got the plan elf you've got the trap uh do we do this now
6: maybe we that. start by lowering down their crossbow, eh?
2: Uh, right, sorry, and she quick got it down. And it's Beery, Emotions. damn it! Beery, My- right, sorry, I um,
4: sorry.
6: Hey, how? Hmm. who's your friend?
4: This is Akirion, and he is a man of Gondor, a soldier, and I believe he would be very beneficial to talk to, especially since what considering where we're headed.
6: Yes. That is fantastic.
4: Mm-hmm. Carry on. This is uh, Biri of Erebor, the dwarf. Tariel of Mirkwood. And he, he, he gestures to everyone as, as he says. And Tanel also of Lorien and Gondolin.
0: Hello we have a great many questions for you i do have to apologize in advance
3: Tariel sort of gives a stiff like a half bow but she's got bo- both of her her shoulders are patched up and rapidly like the bandages are covering them or just, just blood soaked and she looks unapproachable at this
2: moment like Carrie from that Stephen King movie, just covered <laughs> in quite a lot.
3: that, not that bad. Not a lot. Exactly. It's, it's more she's just she's just mad as a kicked hornet's nest.
5: So I and- look over the I look over the group. I see the four of them here. There was somebody holding the the crossbow at me. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else? Can you describe? Yeah. Kind of so the holistic. Uh, what you group?
2: see, yeah, what you see in front of you is uh this small clearing in sort of like a mini wooded area. Uh, off to your right is the riverbank, probably about 50-ish uh, feet away. Um, there is a small boat out by a sort of like wooden dock-ish area that has kind of been so dilapidated and decrepit that it's not even really worth being, good. it's like a stump in the water that you could just kind of tie it up there. Um, in front of you are Halloweth the elf standing by your side. You see a uh, dwarf about four and a half feet tall that looks a lot like Max. You see a very tall red-headed elf in uh, green with a bow. That's Tariel. Uh, You notice a absolutely gorgeous, blonde, buxom, kind of nice with it elf. Uh, That is not, by the way- That was a dice roll (laughs) (laughs) sessions ago. That was like- Nice with it.
0: How hot is Tanel? Maxed out the whole thing.
2: Mm -hmm. Excellent. (laughs) The great part was it was Zach's idea to see which one of no, the elves yeah.
4: was thicker. <laughs> I want to
2: embarrass you in front of Trevor Collins. This
4: is so no, weird. No, 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 no. I I I thought that it, it would be funny and I was very because I think I I said my role first. I got really high and I thought yeah. Oh, goodness, I really am did. I am thick with 3 Cs and it turned out that that was not enough.
5: That there is a 4 um, C out there. There's a four mm-hmm.
4: unknown secret C <laughs> that is <now. laughs>
2: That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> she is just beautiful and, you know, all of the right that that just that luscious elf gorgeousness that only Tolkien can describe. Um, You also notice the two NPCs that I'm playing. One of them is a small, rugged 10 year old girl that looks like she just popped out of the video game The Witcher 3. You also notice Havari. Uh, She is a young 20-something, darker skin, carrying just this enormous crossbow that she has no business being able to hold for how small she is, but she's holding it. Not at you, uh, but it's around there. Everyone looks stressed and on edge, and the situation is, oh, these people don't really know each other, but they're stronger together. They just don't like each other. And given the amount of blood in the area, shit went down.
5: Gotcha. Okay. I'm still kind of with my hands up and I'm slowly putting them down. I say um well it seems I look to uh to Halloweth and I say well it seems like you've collected quite the group here. Beautiful over here. Beautiful uh <laughs> Tanel you said? Well met. Mm-hmm. The rest of the group it's it's very lovely to meet you. Though I do see that you um and I kind of look at Tariel and I say um you do look worse for wear. If if there's anything I can do for you I do have a few odds and ends here. I don't have a lot. I don't travel with a lot with me, but I might be able to help patch you up a little bit. Um, but uh, I, I hear you guys are on a quest. Is I am on my way, and I gesture southward to to see my father to carry news from the north. Is um, before we go our separate ways, is there anything um, I can do to help you on this quest of yours? As you as we kind of pass and you head back where I'm coming from.
0: Do you have any news of Gondor? That's where we're heading. We've heard nothing but rumor.
5: Well, a lot has changed, as you can imagine, in these last six months. And it's why I so eagerly need to see my father. Um, there are things I feel I need to share with him before I can, I hope you understand, share with people I've just met. Um, I know you must mean well. I can sense that from you. But... um. I think, you know, if you would like to join me as we go see my father, then by all means, we can kind of share what we know about Gondor and Minas Tirith. But until then, I think it's best we, um, we kind of sort ourselves out in this moment. Does
6: it at least still stand?
5: It still stands. In some ways.
6: Now, uh... I must apologise. I'm from Erebor. Um I've never really done much travelling on the surface. Now, is your father on on our road? He's like, are we will be passing this chap.
5: Well, if you're heading where I'm coming from, I have to say he's quite the opposite direction. Dang it! But he's not too far a day's travel. Uh, Don, can you remind me how far away we might be? Yes.
2: So by boat, you are aiming for the island of Tolfalas. Depending on how you all roll, it will take you about two days. So, okay. um, I'm going to say that Havari uh, looks over at you, Arcyrion, and says, Are you going to
5: Tolphalos? That is the island that I am heading to, yes.
2: Do you know someone named Amrithos?
5: <laughs> and you would, this is your brother. I do. How do you, uh, may I ask how you know the name? He's a friend. He's a brother. Friend.
2: You look, uh, just like him. Um, how, uh,
5: how long has it been since you've, uh, seen him? Don, would it have been at least these six months? Yeah, it would have been at least six months. Well... It's been quite some time, and a lot has changed. If you bring news of my brother, I would hear—I would hear it now. I would hear
2: news of Gondor first. A question for a question, information for information.
5: That
4: is fair.
2: Is steward Denethor alive?
5: Steward Denethor no longer sits as the steward of Minas Tirith. That doesn't. He no longer my lives.
2: Oh. Uh, Far- Far-
5: Faramir, is he? Faramir lives. He's taken the the spot of steward, Minas Tirith. And that's all I'll say about that for right now.
1: Justice for Faramir.
2: He looks around at you and says, very well. Your uh, brother and I were betrothed a uh, wow. little less than 6 months ago and i've been trying to find him ever since
5: do you have any knowledge of his whereabouts where he could be when when did you last see him
2: we heard rumors this was months ago we heard heard rumors about safety on the islands outside of whatever is happening the coast i don't know it
5: that just, would make sense that would make would. sense
2: It would, because there seems to be some sort of border that's... Are you seeing that too? Was that happening in Minas Tirith? Was that...
5: It is a blur. So much has changed. So much has happened. I've been traveling for many weeks now, coming from Minas Tirith. I don't know the latest information. I wish I had more to tell you. But I do know that my father resides on Tolfalas. And he left just after everything changed, six months ago. And so, isn't your father a prince? Isn't he a leader?
2: Isn't he, forgive me, my lord, I had figured he would be in the city helping to keep his family safe on whatever island they remain safe in. And she hope kind of,
5: runs thin in Minas mm-hmm. And my father hoped so desperately to rekindle that hope. And when we looked out, East and we saw Mount Doom explode. And then I don't know what happened after that, but the city erupted into chaos and the steward died. Everything changed. We, he changed. He, he, something in him broke and I, he departed just a day later. And so if if my brother lives he that must be where he is at and we can try to pull all these broken pieces together there.
4: Very well.
2: We have a sea monster to kill. Uh uh dwarf uh sorry beery.
6: You have a plan? Well, of course I have a plan, but um oh okay so done. I need to ask you important questions now. Go. <laughs> the trees at the banks, are they mm-hmm. bendy trees or are they strong trees? Oh, uh, you know
2: what? We'll let the dice decide this one. Roll oh. me a d12. If it is a nine or higher, they will be whichever trees you need them to be. Uh, we'll say an eight to four, a mix of both, and a three to one, none. None of the trees you need.
0: Oh my god.
2: Ugh. Oh, I want you to roll. Well, me to roll. I'm like, I want oh, you to roll I'm this D12. Roll the D12. It's it
4: comes to suspense.
6: Eight.
2: Eight. On an eight, you would look around you and you would notice that there are a mix of trees that will very easily bend, trees that will stay solid, things that will sort of give to the combined strength of the elves and the dwarves with many hands. Um, but there are also a number of trees that have fallen or seemingly been crushed by massive animals around you. It's not a full forest. There are things that are dead.
6: Interesting. Okay. Yes, I have a plan. Um, almost. I'm so sorry to hear about um, all the trials and tribulations that your people have been going through. I mean, it just seems like the whole world is just topsy-turvy, doesn't it?
5: Yes. Yes, of course. Sorry, and then the voice cracks are my own. I've uh, <laughs> not the characters. I just want to recognize my my I, voice was going out from a fine. cold We're over the very weekend. Very
2: famous, and you're an internet celebrity from the 2000s. This is <laughs> for you. I, I don't want to
5: sound like he's on the verge of crying at everything. <laughs> um, oh no, we all are. <laughs> we, let's be very clear. We all are. <laughs> awesome.
2: This is amazing.
5: This uh is that's amazing. putting it lightly. Certainly, Barry. Um, now what is what is this about? What was the creature again? Sorry.
2: Oh, uh, you'll you'll see Havari uh, pipe up and say, "Oh, uh, your friends over here were being tracked by a sea monster. I saved them." Oh All right, easy now, Havari. <laughs> no, yeah.
3: audible, audible scoffing from Dario's <laughs>
2: corner. Oh. I'm sorry. Are we going to do this, or are we going to sit around talking and waiting? Time is of the essence. Yes,
0: yes.
6: Down. That-
0: we will be moving. Beery We have some has a plan. really
6: important things to discuss. You see, Ikirion. We've also been tracked by other terrible beasts things that almost cannot be spoken of oh have you been seeing the flubber worms in the skies i mean i've been having nightmares uh have you seen any in your travels Don? i gotta know about don i gotta know about these
3: these let me let me at least describe something that you're going to see uh, Tariel at this point, who has been casting occasional glances at the river as though she would very much like to walk into it, <laughs> especially, especially at your your greeting, your enthusiastic greeting of Tanel and utter dismissal of her state. <laughs> uh, she now sits on a, on a log and puts her head in her hands, and um. Her shoulders are shaking, and it's hard to tell. Laughing, crying, somewhere. It, she's, hyster- she's becoming hysterical.
5: That's fair. I never did follow up on my offer for uh, the bandage in Neosporin. <laughs> um,
2: There's a CVS receipt the size of a scroll of parchment that he pulls out.
5: <laughs> it's from one stick of gum. Um, <laughs> I um, I do notice then, uh, Terriel... And I, I, I look inquisitively to Beery as I walk over to her and I say, uh, Flubberworms, I'm, I'm not sure. I've seen a lot of strange creatures. Uh, some have begun to speak, I believe, uh, treacherous things in the night. I, but I don't know what one might call a flubberworm. And then I, again,
6: I'm approaching Tariel. Keep your eyes on the skies traveler. Yeah, you see, gnashing teeth and the flapping wings. I sense chills up my spine just thinking about it. During these nightmares, are they pure red? They might have fur? No idea, never seen one. But uh Halloweth certainly <laughs> has. Tells me all about them. it, it just holds down. Oh
4: indeed. Uh ah. Oh, this is there, there's a there's a moment here where Howard has to make a decision um indeed oh this is he, he's trying desperately to keep this face on of grave seriousness of they are draconic and but anthropodic as well um they are many legged y- you hear the buzzing first and then you hear the draconic whispers and the gnashing of their teeth. It's it's quite perilous. And I would I would stay clear of them.
3: Uh Dariel looks up and tears are streaming down her face. And you see that she is laughing. <laughs>
4: uh, just
3: on the verge of sanity. And
4: you're in a very pointed look.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, and she says, forgive me, I am simply overcome in my fear. Valar forbid, the flubberworms have gained the power of speech. I hear, and she casts a look at the two girls, that they are drawn by the errant pull of bowstrings.
4: Hariel, you forget yourself, let us not-
3: I speak only! The truth that is known amongst all the elves of Merkwood. Draw not prematurely, lest we call down the wrath
1: of the flopper worms.
2: This has gotten out of hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, Arcurion, make me an insight check. Beery, you make me an insight check. Um, who laid it on the thickest? Both of you. Hallowith, Tariel. I need you to collectively beat whatever uh Max and Trevor roll, whatever Beery and Arcurion. <laughs> What are, we, what, what are we rolling uh, insight? You're, so the two of you gentlemen are rolling insight. Tariel uh, Hallowith, persuasion checks. Gotcha. Okay,
4: I'm going gotcha. to use a. I'm going to use a fellowship
2: point. Oh, fellowship points have to be used oh, by someone else. The, yeah.
4: Oh. Okay, I'm going to use a hope point then. You, you're going to use your. Okay. Okay. I have
2: 13 of them. <laughs> This is amazing.
4: I have, I have thirteen of them, and this. Uh, listen, if I'm going to carry on this bit for, for what has been nearly two years
6: now. Yep.
4: I'm going to yeah. use a poke point. We
2: have to have the, tw-
3: the bit
6: going. I rolled a
3: 20 <laughs> with a six.
2: Oh, dear God. Okay. I rolled
4: 29. Bitches. <laughs>
2: okay. Collectively, Trevor, Max, uh-huh. Yuri and Erkirion need to beat a 49. Uh
5: huh. Oh, 10. <laughs> 10. You got to. I don't know what I'm rolling for here, folks, but I got <laughs> I to. Gotta, I gotta, Hold on, math, 19. So
2: a 39 to a 49. I'm so sorry, Stunk but that does up. not do it. Both of you have very recently been informed by these two that there is another type of talking, flying, winged, teethed creature. You don't know what it looks like. You don't know where it is. You don't know anything about them. But these fuckers are scared of them.
4: <laughs> and um, we actually
3: we don't know if they've learned to speak. We just we don't hope know,
4: that they if, have. Well, if, if they have learned to speak, we... I likely would un- be unable to understand it since it would certainly be indraconic. So mm. or infernal, maybe.
2: Maug
6: very much speaks English in the Hobbit book. Let's be very clear on this. <laughs> um <laughs> give a pointed and, look at the NPC ladies, just you heard them. Bows down. You know, if we hang were to on, attack hang the on. fire. You could uh,
3: Trevor, these are our snipe. Oh, that's
1: twenty
3: nine. <laughs> um, don't know if you've ever been on a snipe hunt. Have you ever been on a snipe hunt? No. Do you know about the snipe?
6: What's a snipe? I'm, I'm um, not familiar.
3: You guys, none of you know about the snipe. I literally have been do, tricked yeah.
6: on a snipe hunt. Max before, has and been a, on snipe. Hunt. I was abandoned okay. in, the, in the wilderness at night.
3: <laughs> this yeah, is it a thing commonly. It's it a it's thing a, it, yeah, it's a thing that we do in in Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and other other young troops of youths. <laughs> Uh, do this where you you claim to have um, heard that there is terrible snipe just over there, and uh, if anybody is brave enough to go and catch it, uh, they'll they'll win. They'll be the heroes, and then they just they go off in search of a thing that simply does not exist unless. In the case of my Girl Scout troop, or me in particular, uh, you happen to be camping near a field of cow patties.
5: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and you
3: f- you fill up one of your handkerchiefs, one of your bandanas, with a cow patty and make everyone squeeze it, proclaiming that you indeed have found the snipe. Oh god! Uh, oh, my god. <laughs>
5: oh, I don't want to squeeze a flubber worm. Yeah. No, you don't. No,
2: you certainly do not. Are totally uh,
0: real flubber worms?
2: Definitely hundred yeah.
5: percent real. So Definitely. I'm Eric Kirion is is a little conflicted now. Did I just imbibe some falsehoods as a truth, and now i'm I'm firmly believing is that what's happened? Oh, okay. i am, I regret to inform well, you, do, you okay not
4: if if you want to read it that way, Hallowe was trying to give him a pointed look as to be like, hey, this is." Like almost this is a bit. This is a bit. <laughs> like, uh he, then, he, he, okay, then, trying to do that. That was kind of his persuasion of like his persuasion was hey, fucking go along with it.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh Eric carry on, if you would like, I'll allow you to make another insight check to see if you catch Hallowith's uh know what I mean sort
5: okay. of situation.
6: Most Let's important see. role tonight.
5: Oh man, Min Max here. Um <laughs> And I'm beating my TN or I'm beating his You role? want to try and beat your
2: TN, your target number.
5: Oh, uh, I beat it by eight.
2: Dang it. In my... beating it by eight, Ercurion, you think this is real. You think there are these new creatures. And then there's a moment where you look at Halloweth and he looks and he looks at me. And I look at him. <laughs> and we do that back and forth. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You understand after a moment. Oh, there... They're playing a joke yeah. on this dwarf. This, okay. It's it's less fun now because the animals are actually, you know, talking and dangerous now. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. suppose I can go along with it. Sure. And you immediately are like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. Perfect. Go, you can choose to go along with no, it. No, I love can... it.
5: <laughs> so, okay. So, Kyrion, as he's uh, reaching into his bag, he's, um. would it be appropriate to, to attempt to help uh, Tariel with something like King's Foil, like a healing herb or something? You can
2: absolutely. You can
3: certainly go. try.
5: Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, uh,
2: Erykirion, <laughs> I did not mark this on your, um, your items sheet, but you would have Othalos King's Foil with you at all times gotcha. being a man of Gondor. That is a, that is a something from the one ring. You just kind of okay. perpetually have healing stuff on you. Is it cool.
3: Tanel who has patched Tariel up at this point? I can't remember Yes, who I, I
2: believe Yeah, Tar- just a
4: little bit. Yeah. But okay. well, Halowith made a
2: healing check. Because,
4: I'm not. Yeah, I because my healing. I put. I purposely put things into healing to do this. But yeah. I mean, it, if, if you would like, if you would like help. However, Halowith can also just help Barry with the trap because that you know, he brought the deer. Uh,
5: let's see, my healing is not super great. I, I just to finish out this like this moment of flubberworm action. I, uh, I when I first showed up on the scene, I recognized that. You know, tensions were uh, a little high um, that and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Tariel. Tariel. Tariel was injured. And now, as you described, was sitting further away, looking, who knows, shoulders kind of jumping a little bit. So I took it as a sign of, of well, I offered. So let me go help. And after the flubberworm thing, I kind of go, I respond to, to Beery and I go, right. Well, I'll certainly keep an eye out for these flubberworms. Um, these are quite dangerous times. And you've turned to me, Tariel, and it's clear you're laughing. So I'm now holding some kings foil in my hand with this awkward air of do you still need help? Or what I kind of awkwardly ask, okay. Do you do you need assistance? Or cause I'm caught now in these in this flubberworm moment.
3: Uh so at your initial approach, Tauriel, having, like, sort of, like, calmed down for a second, shoots you a stern, appraising look. Who is this guy? What's his deal? Why is he trying to touch me right now? Um. And then, only after you decide that you're in on the joke, does she does her posture relax a little bit and does she say well if it is not too repugnant to you to aid one who is not perhaps so beautiful as tinell i would welcome your assistance princeling
4: <laughs> princeling really got to be in your bonnet about
3: this <laughs> jesus literally this man this mortal man rolled up in here while yeah. I'm bleeding out immediately is like to Nell, my lady. And then I is am like, but oh, a
5: and you man. you
3: look <laughs> You look like you're on the verge of death. Do you need help?
1: Which <laughs> is
3: of response that any woman who's never who doesn't wear makeup is familiar with, just existing in the world. So and Tariel, by the way, uh, Trevor, I don't know if you've seen the Hobbit movies. She's played by Evangeline Lilly. She's a lovely woman.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: this is this is this is an egg. but she's she this you must pass, you must pass, you must answer this last riddle of the riddles three.
5: <laughs> this is this is one of those classic moments in D and D where I just throw something out and it sticks harder than the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Something about information yeah. about
2: Denethor, not the constant worrying about what's going on in the world outside. No, no, no.
5: Tariel's worried about her ego. Carry yeah. on. Yeah, Which yeah. is a very she's valid. Okay. So um she's
3: just matching energy, folks. Yes, she is.
5: <laughs> sure. So I kneel down to her and I offer her the king's foil. And I say, if you feel you... If, if you need this, um, I meant uh, let's see. No offense. The word you were looking for is no offense. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to make it all flowery, but essentially, yes. I meant you no offense by grouping you up with everybody else, overlooking your wounds and singling out somebody. Of course, I am but a mortal man and I was mistaken. I apologize. If you need this, I would like to offer you this king's foil for your wounds.
3: I accept your apology and will accept your help. Thank you. And she just sort of. She's okay. She's got. She's got two holes, <laughs> one in her left, one in her right. Uh, one seems patched up pretty well. Uh, the one in her her right shoulder is looking pretty pretty gnarly. So it's just like it's torn through her clothing. There's sort of a bandage on it that's already kind of peeling off. So she'll she'll offer that.
2: Uh. Curion, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and make a healing check. Uh, in having the Athalas, go ahead and roll one extra d6 than you already have. And then um, in winning Tariel's favor, I'll allow you to roll with favor. So Ooh. roll two d12s, take the higher of the two values.
3: I didn't say you'd want her favor, but all right.
2: <laughs> you, you're not dead yet, and you she hasn't given you the silent treatment, so I call that a win in Tariel's book. You're doing great, Charlotte.
5: Proud of you. Okay.
3: I don't need your approval either.
5: You don't.
6: Right. <laughs> Spicy Alpha. <laughs> <you, Ron>. <laughs> yeah. You,
5: Happy. A beat by just one.
2: All right, Ooh. in beating your target number, Tariel, the immediate pain relief that comes from this salve that erkirion has pulled from his his pouch. It's this mixture of plants and herbs and almost like flexing your shoulder you feel as though wow that is some sort of miracle plant i need to get more of that this is like nothing we have in mirkwood maybe this guy does know what he's talking about uh and you regain uh six hit points uh which if i'm remembering correctly should only put you down uh two put me back back
3: up to 23
2: perfect all right yes
3: down from i think
2: 26. It is uh right around this time you were going to watch uh as Havari says, listen, I'm sure this is all very polite. We have work to do. Would you mind if we, you know, got to move on?
3: I would move faster if I hadn't just recently had an arrow in my shoulder.
2: <laughs> You'd be dead if I didn't help you. Are you coming or not?
4: I don't think I've. Well that
3: we are.
4: I don't think I've disliked an NPC more than Havarti. Man, <laughs> I call her that because she's just a piece of cheese to me. Havari. H-A-B-A. I know. Wait, B or V?
2: Sorry, V. Sorry, V. Yes, Havari. Um, not but, like Havarti. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the not cheese.
4: the cheese. No, I know. That's I what do. Barry's been calling that, <laughs> That's how I see him in my mind. But okay, fine, fine, very well. Barry, um, and he lowers down the deer from his shoulder, and he says. Ideally, we'd like to eat as much of this as possible. Um, is there any unnecessary parts that may be
6: still used as bait?
4: The head, perhaps?
6: Oh, certainly. I mean, it's it's a terrible thing that this, you know, this poor doe had to, um, you know, sacrifice themselves. But, um yes. I feel like if we can, you know, share a meal together and and not let it go to waste, we can, you know, discard the rest uh, for this. And he's, he's been bending, uh, well, he's, he's removed the pitchfork, the fork, the metal fork from the handle that he was using as like a a gig. Mm -hmm. Um, He's removed that and he's now bent it into odd angles, uh, four angles, almost like a treble hook, but with four, obviously. Okay. Um, Making a pretty massive hook assembly and we just, you know, do this. And um, right now he's uncoiling rope.
4: Okay. Um, I will get to work on uh, cleaning and preparing this for bait and for supper. And so, Perfect. I will, like, gives a look to Havari to say, is this what you wanted? And then- Make a persuasion check for me. No, he doesn't actually say, it. he gives a look. Obviously- I, I know, I'm the, the persuasion oh, check oh, is the oh, look. So- Oh
2: okay. <laughs> I told you I made a very unlikable NPC for the first Did. time in two years. Did. Uh, except Grima. Green is uh, unlike. Yeah,
3: and and by the way, mm-hmm. as Havari's like goading us on, uh Tariel feeling better, sort of rolling her shoulder, um will uh will say this this woman was betrothed to your brother? Is he quite all right? <laughs>
5: Well in the sense of, how do you mean well?
3: She does the like, hand wave gesture. Like, maybe not his taste so much.
4: How the hell is he doing?
5: <laughs> I don't know this woman, and I don't know if what she says, and I speak this quietly just to you. And I, I don't know this woman. I don't know her character, but if she knows anything about my brother, I will continue with her. And if she knows about the island of Tolphalos, then I have reason to believe that she knows something of his whereabouts.
3: Hope your discernment is as strong as your medicinal practice.
5: My brother is of great character, and so I can only leave you with this. Your third-hand trust in him. If you trust me, after this moment, I trust my brother. And so I am inclined to believe that while harsh, this one here might be worth trusting. Even though she seems to have shot you twice.
1: Tariel
3: <laughs> oh. chuckles, leans back,
5: <clears throat>
3: just gives him gives him a nod. And uh after a minute, testing her shoulders, stands. My lord.
2: Uh all right, I will I will say. Are you are technically not a lord yet. Your father is Prince Imrahil. People address him.
3: Tariel is yeah. nobody. So I go, the son of a prince is a lord.
5: Like, yeah I go, uh, I appreciate it. Lord is my father. Um
3: Mr. Lord is
5: my father. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lord is my father. <laughs> um I I just kind of like awkwardly Like, just because of this moment we had where clearly I had um, rubbed her the wrong way on our first impressions, and I want to make amends, uh, and so I didn't really want to, so I just kind of take it, and I just kind of like nod, but knowingly kind of like, well, she means well, and I appreciated that um, out of our interaction, so it means a lot to me that uh, clearly, like, we're kind of mending this, Um, so I just nod
2: uh, as you are all sort of having this moment together, uh, Ambari is going to look over at all of you and says, all right, well, now that pleasantries are over, can we kill this thing? Get gotta move on.
4: Yes. Uh, on, that, on that exact note, Halares has, in one fell stroke, cut off the head of this deer while basically looking Havari in the eye. Like, <laughs> working on it.
2: Hmm. We're going to go ahead and take our five minute break. <laughs> there. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you all. We'll be back in five minutes as we bathroom breaks, refresh our drinks. Trevor, uh, welcome to the chaos. Trevor, I you're doing apologize. great. Trevor, <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling great. with
5: it. This is, this is this is really so happened. fascinating.
4: It's a, it's a hell of a dynamic. Well, we started out super serious. And then as the campaign has gone on, we've slowly just divulged into pure insanity. And I love it. And whatever mm-hmm. the hell we can. This, this, the the yeah. no, this it. is the way. I love it. This is the way. This is the if way. It, all if right. If it
3: makes you feel any but any better, like everybody gets a bad start with Tariel.
4: <laughs> Fair yeah, enough.
3: 100. So so <laughs>
4: Except yeah, for uh, for Arwen. Except for
3: Beary, and Arwen, who yeah. won all of our hearts.
2: That's that's very true. Uh, there was Sengaya the pirate queen, Google oh, yes. of the. Yeah, I mean there were so many yeah. people, and you've Goobel. pissed off a lot. Gubol, sun sun hamura um that was uh that's like 20 episodes ago in mm-hmm. an npc it's a deep that, cut it's a very deep cut yeah Sangaya, Kiktar, Gubol, and oh god i don't even remember that gondorian's name uh but that's not the point because uh Er-Kirion might know him and that might be coming up later anyway hey. i'll talk to you all in five minutes keep your cameras and microphones on see you in five all right bye bye all
1: right
3: Let's you go can't ahead. start yet i just took a bite of bagel hold on in three <laughs>
2: no! two One. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Unpredicted Party. Charlotte told me not to start because she had food in her mouth. And of course, I started because why would I wait? Thank you so much for joining us as we come back to the battle with the sea monster that has been keeping them from their boat. I will leave things in the hands right now of Beery. Now, Beery, you can go over a number of the plans that you have. You can set it up yourself. You can sort of delineate how you will. If you play this well enough, I will potentially allow you to gain a point in in Harton as you continue to sort of inform everybody in the plan, as we have sort of previously in past things. Uh, Make you the ideas guy. You still haven't quite implemented that, but
6: let's see how it goes. He's good at ideas, but not like delegating and things like that. He's used to working alone. So... Yeah. You know what? He's going to attempt to delegate. Okay. And also I'm picturing this as like, I've referenced it before, but you remember in like Predator when they're all like working together to Mm -hmm. hoist hoist stuff up and pull things down and you'll use the jungle as like their trap. Mm -hmm. Imagine a little bit of that, but I'm going to just tell you as Max, and then you can only imagine it Beery explaining this. It's it's not so,
2: Trevor, it's not that far. The separation between character and real life person is like minimal. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm honored. Honored. I think
1: it's, it's
3: the <laughs> difference is vertical. That's it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Beery. This is what his thought is. So he has bent the uh the the actual metal bit of the uh, pitchfork into pretty much a four-prong treble hook. And he's been uncoiling all the rope. He's always had rope on him, and um, you know, takes that off of the boat. But what he's going to use is a combination of the both. It's rolling an eight. the strong and springy trees. He's going and um, finding a little bit of a cove. If it, 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 actually, Don, is there a little bit of a cove? Would you like me to bring up the battle map? No, no, no. I mean, is there just like the slightest yeah. of an inlet?
2: Yeah, yeah. I will say you from based you on you have where a battle map. Are. I thought you meant the map map no i have a yeah. battle map i have Let's, a battle let map me that, yeah, let me totally. see what i'm yeah, working with here hang baby on, hang on here we go here we go all right so uh trevor i hope it's okay i did kind of make your mini already uh but it just kind of looks like you with some swords so I'm just gonna <laughs> go with that, that also is- full disclosure i could use roll 20 but instead i like using photoshop so <laughs> hey so oh, your mini perfect here are let me sort of shrink you all as you sort of step into the forest. Uh Tanel, you are here. Uh it- and then we can sort of pick placement as we go as we fight this thing. It's a donk. It's um, or- a little
4: is this a Dawn creation, or is this a little bit... The- this
2: is a Dawn creation, yes. I I made this battle map quite a while ago. Uh, my apologies to little with the cartographer, who does amazing work. Uh, but I uh, really liked the sea monster idea from the start, so I've been running with it. And I made this, I want to say, probably a year and a half ago. And, oh, wow. Know, oh, my yeah. God, you nerd. Yeah, Charlotte, I... Oh, right, I haven't explained this to... um to trevor yet so trevor i got this idea after so many people on tiktok asked me why didn't they just take the eagles to mortar that i started yeah. writing a module for 5e d um and then this the one ring system came out and then oh, they sponsored man. us and so i wrote like 110 pages of notes about oh what, my god what and it turned into awesome. this and now here you are so um no here's what i will say <laughs> you all are going to see as you approach the sort of sandy shores. Um, each of you have four squares of movement and the boat is sort of off to the side on the right, the decrepit sort of uh, dock with some barrels and some old fishing line that clearly has been sort of abandoned as this area has kind of not seen a camp in a hot second. Uh, The trees, Beery, and the forest that you were hiding in are off to the left. There are some trees that have been uh, sort of toppled over and their stumps remain. Some have been cut down. Some have been either fallen over or they're not sort of cracked cleanly. Um, It was something heavy that destroyed them. Uh, There are a couple of broken arrows, as if someone had seemingly attempted to uh, have a battle here over on the left. Some seaweed on the water and your boat remains firmly intact. Um towards the dock as it is tied up. As far as cover goes, I will say that you have the hills sort of behind you on the forested area and then trees to either side with some boulders to the right. There's also one still standing tree from sort of an area that has been cleared out uh, standing off to the sort of mid right side uh, next to a giant fishing hook. There are also a couple of boulders right behind that tree. So I will allow you all to sort of utilize the space as you will. Uh, There is also, I should mention, a small sort of farm area with a gate closer to the forested area, almost as if someone used that as a pasture
6: years ago. Beery, I'll let you take it from here. I got the plan. Is that fishing net um, a viable resource?
2: Uh, Go ahead and make a scan check for me. I'll have you look it over. and.
3: Don, can we have atmospheric music?
2: I was just pulling it up. You are reading my mind.
4: Is Havari just standing back
2: for this? Havari is letting you all work. Havari is at this point trusting Beery to the point of uh letting him do what he needs to do.
3: Have um, have we learned her sister's name?
2: You have not.
4: I don't care to. Let's just leave it at that.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. You may hear a really loud noise. Charlotte, you may think it's a bomb. That was the best. (laughs) Sorry about that. So one time I played this music without my players knowing, and Charlotte thought it was a bomb going off because that first drum beat is just insane. My headphones (laughs) are really
3: good. I wasn't ready. I thought it was something in my front yard, and I looked out my window trying to find the car crash, and Max saw the whole thing, and...
6: I I was the only unlucky soul that saw it and I proceeded to fall apart the rest of the episode. I was laughing. (laughs) Great.
2: (laughs) Outstanding. Uh Uh Beery, the Mm. net totally viable with a, with a passing
6: scan check for sure. Perfect. Okay. All right. We have a plan. So bottom left, all of those trees. Now, would you say there are any, um, are are the are the ones on off to the left? Sorry, uh, really rigid and strong and tall. Or uh, are the they way you ro- the way you rolled. It's a combination of both. Okay, okay. So we got one net. What he's going to do? He's going to start bending those trees over in like clusters, and then tying them down to one of those stumps, so they're anchored okay. and charged. Okay, like okay. a spring on the right trees he's going to take that net well we're going to take that net right he's going to, he's trying to delegate all this i'm just trying to mm-hmm. give you the expeditious <laughs> uh, sure, sure sure account for this you're going to take that net and uh he's going to fill it full of of those rocks those boulders to the bottom right and he's going to hoist those up in those trees over there on to the right so we're creating pretty much batteries of physics on both of these bottom corners and he's going to run the line out, kind of triangulated, not quite a forty-five degree angle, like a thirty-degree angle up to the shore between them.
0: So slingshot trees.
6: Slingshot trees.
0: Excellent. Love.
6: And on the end of that that line, both of them uh, is going to be that hook he made from the uh, the super trusty pitchfork. Okay.
2: Do me a favor, make me an Enharten check. I will say on a success, you gain another point in Enharten for delegating and inspiring your peers and oh total
5: strangers.
6: I am going to spend a hope point because okay. I really need this to work. Smart. <laughs> also, dark for dark business. Which means you add an
2: extra d6 because of your ability. Uh, Trevor, yeah. a hope point is uh, like an extra d6 that the players can add uh, by drawing uh, on the power of friendship and... And hope and Max, you made it. There's two sixes. Oh. Yeah. See the pass. Okay. Go ahead and add an extra diamond ability score uh to your Inharten check. The rest of you watch as Beery, somewhat uncharacteristically for the main cast, says, All right, I've got a plan. I'm gonna explain it out loud, and you're all gonna know what I mean. And you watch as his we're in a crisis, I'm going to make sure I'm in charge. You go there, tie that there, get that over here, watch out for that here, make sure we don't get too close to the shore. By the way, these trees, they might bend, we need to use that one instead. And over the course of the next 30 minutes, even in the dark, you all set up these traps pretty expertly. I'll ask though, Beery, make a craft check for me. You got because oh, we're so creating exciting. things.
6: Look at Beery growing. Craft, you said oh
2: <laughs> uh growing wiser, not taller. Yes. <laughs> oh. It again it's right? a Randolph. Hey, all right. Uh so Trevor, to give you an idea, on the D12s that the Free League Publishing Company sent us is the Gandalf G rune on the critical success, the equivalent of rolling a natural 20. And we call it a Randolph or a Gandalf sometimes.
6: I love that. Or That's man. awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's pretty awesome. Radical
0: um, success, babe.
6: The mm-hmm. but it's a it 26, but the uh the D6 is rolled like like
2: poopy. You're fine. Immediate success with that Gandalf roll. The trap is set perfectly how you want it to be. Now, Beery, Perfect. I'm actually going to let you do this with a little bit of player insight. You can move each of the characters that you see on this screen
6: to wherever you need them to be. Oh, okay. Actually, if I may, I would like to do Please. at least this because I don't want to just narrate this thing. Okay. I, I want some character interaction here. Um. So, just I, I'll, I'll repeat it one more time, just so to make sure we're all clear. So, there's two court, two major uh, ropes that are coming from the trees that are being charged by two different sources. One by gravity, uh, held up by those rocks that will tumble down and drag. You know that sea monster out, and then same with the other side that is a spring um, from those laid over trees. Oh, there we go! Look at there. (laughs) Yeah,
2: perfect target stop. And then here's the deer. (laughs) Oh, for those listening on the podcast, I am poorly drawing a Photoshop deer. The poor thing oh, oh, it was, it's just it's just the head of the you just deer give it oh antlers? it's just the head of the deer never mind let me undo this yeah these are the entrails this is the yeah also, sure it didn't well,
3: have antlers it was a doe it
4: was a doe i don't even think oh, it was
2: gosh, old enough to grow it. Antlers.
4: it was a little anyway, teenager uh, the, the, uh, uh,
2: okay sorry bambi uh the circle is where
6: the <laughs> trap is yeah okay <laughs> okay i like it so and holding everything down is this really delicate, like slip knot. So it's gonna be take a pull of the cord from each. Other. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do this as very All right. So um all it will take is a pull of a cord um to release this, but it must be simultaneous. You understand? Who is willing to climb trees?
0: I Barry.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily do that. Oh, tin and how my oldest friends. I love it. Um yeah, and uh wh- wh- which ones would you would you want to take?
0: Direct take- me and I'll go.
6: I'll, yeah, I'll take the spring if you need me to. Oh, very well. And tin, uh, right this way. Um kind of guide you to the tree. And all right. You you see there's a knot with a loop in it. Mm-hmm. And you know there's a rope that's really tight, and then there's a bit of rope that's really loose. You pull on the loose one. And all hell is going to break loose. Okay. Very well. Not yet. Be- Don't do it yet. Beery. Um, it's so just Beery. so that
0: I can prepare myself. Am I going to go flying with this tree?
6: No, no. no I mean, maybe okay. just a bit. No, just hold on. All right. Just you know, hold on with your very powerful legs. Okay. <laughs> um. I trust okay. you. Oh, as you should.
2: Beery, make an insight. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> i do i trust him
0: implicitly
2: okay insight oh no
0: dear four i trust you (laughs) implicitly
3: i know you trust him implicitly you might want to trust him explicitly too just i i don't know if i trust him implicitly (laughs)
6: the rocks
3: tied to the tree that i'm in
6: um and and how -hmm. Um. Don't get anywhere near the backside of these trees, because you know they're gonna go whipping, and it's gonna get it's gonna get pretty wild. Um, Okay. Um. What's what's your name? Er Air Kiriyan. Kiriyan. Yes. (laughs) You can call him
2: Kiri if you
5: really want to.
6: Kiri, I love that.
5: Yes. (laughs) Kiri. I I still learning all the names. I kind of look um, expectantly to to the uh, the other part of the group i kind of i hear kiri and i I look the party and i go oh that must be uh (laughs) listen this sounds like a grand design i've never seen any dwarf craftsmanship that i couldn't trust um i'm willing to help wherever you need it
6: Hmm. kiri with with you with that shield at your side i I feel like you know if i can have your help at the front lines um that would be greatly appreciated because i don't know if this thing is your know, fangs or tentacles or fins or what, what this thing's gonna look like.
5: Fair enough. I'll be brave for you.
6: Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh um, no. I like this chap. Uh, and then uh, Tario, are you feeling uh, well enough to, to fight? Quite well. Always knew you, always knew you would. Now, the most important role of all, as he's kind of putting his hammer Anvil thing together. Um Havati. Mm. This is certainly the most imp- important um job of everything. Mm. Are you prepared? Will you be brave? Sure. Um, I need you to roll up you know, your trousers a little bit and I need you to wade out into the water and toss the bait. No. No, but this plan is dependent no. on it. No, absolutely not. But you we know can... these lands better than anyone.
2: No, I don't. Can
6: I try to persuade
2: her? Make a persuasion check for me. Oh, I'm Just not a team
3: player in any way. I mean... I want to push her into the river.
5: <laughs>
3: we can't. We can. Actually, the bait <laughs> is
6: right. I hit my target number exactly. I didn't roll great. It was a 13. She's going to look at. Okay, with a 13.
2: I will wade out into the water when you wade out there with me.
1: Hmm?
6: Mm. Mm. Very well. Hmm. Here we go. Um, Here you
2: Beery, make an awareness check for me. Oh, no. I don't mm-hmm. like this.
3: Also, what am I doing?
2: Yeah, Tariel, uh, where is Tariel in all this?
6: Shoot. Tariel was on the front lines, right?
3: You never Tario's on you the front never, lines. You with... started to assign me a role and then you switched Yeah, to yeah, it was like are you ready to over fight? over here.
6: Sorry. No,
2: nope, we're all good. All good here. I don't know why 25 you're 25 so awareness. 20. With a 25 awareness. Bavari's sister is missing she is not oh, where shit. you saw her last uh and havari oh does not look worried she doesn't look worried she does not look worried
6: okay um oh gosh this is a dilemma it,
2: you can bring oh, it yeah. up you can also choose well, to we'll keep it to, to other... yourself for now i I'll, I'll if you would like to keep it to yourself i will allow you to roll another awareness check later to see if you see her again. If you would like to bring it up now, that is something you can do. No, I know, I know, I know.
6: So, right. Uh, it, because right now nearest him is Tariel, and, he's the only, and she's the only one that he kind of trusts around mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. totally, um, uh, Tariel would feel like a little elbow against her like midsection. I... Tariel looks
3: down, raises an eyebrow.
6: What do you do you have L5C um the little girl? I've lost track of her.
3: She quickly looks around.
4: Uh I, make, I think I know where she might be. Can uh, can Halloweth look and check that the uh, boat is not being pirated? Uh go ahead. I will say, oh. Hallowith, you
2: are not a part of this scene. Tariel make a scan oh. check for me with ill favor.
1: Oh
3: no. Okay, well, this is a bad start. That's of Sauron. A six, oh, two, that's, a an yeah. that's an immediate failure. That's an
2: immediate failure. Uh, you you look around. The little girl's not she around. She scans. You, she
3: does a quick you, look. She no doesn't idea. Look in no idea where she detail. might be.
2: Uh, Hallowith. I'm gonna say you're not part of this yet. And
4: um, no, that's fair. Yeah, no, no, we're
2: gonna. But I mean, yeah. there's
3: nothing precluding Tariel from then saying.
6: Where is your sister
2: hiding from the big scary sea monster? Obviously.
6: Oh well, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Inside. You check. think I'm going to put? Inside, yeah, yeah, inside make a, check. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who wants to, uh, actually, Beery and Tariel. Actually, yeah. Anyone that wants to make an inside uh, check. I, 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 uh, are, we, are we within earshot for this? Yeah, I'll, I'll say you're all within earshot. Aircurion, you Why can not? make an inside check for this as well. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah,
6: I have Sauron. <laughs>
3: Twenty twenty
2: three 23 with a six 23 oh with a
3: six okay great don i gandalfed
0: it <gasps> oh
6: did you oh, right.
2: sure shit did Also, oh, where's our mood music yeah it's it's coming we haven't actually gotten to okay, the battle all just right. yet
3: planning is exciting work i don't know
2: there's my proof baby there's the gandalf so trevor i don't know if <laughs> uh, you you and Tanel haven't had a lot of scenes together i'm just gonna let you know like this Tori breaks my game sometimes in the <laughs> way that she just keeps rolling crit successes, and it just happens. So here we go. Um, I'm lucky. I got a 22 as well. With a 22, buddy. I'm 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 gonna give this one to Tanel just oh, because. Yeah, uh, those are my Discord notifications. Yeah, by the way, I, I do apologize. <laughs> I don't know how to mute Discord anymore. I thought I did the right <laughs> thing, and apparently, I just didn't. Um so I'll figure out how to mute notification settings in just a moment in the meantime yeah tanel mm-hmm. there is a young 11-year-old standing very gingerly behind and inconspicuously by one of the barrels by the boat Sort of just observing everything, very close to where your boat is. She doesn't seem to be doing anything just yet. She's just waiting and watching and hiding. Okay.
5: Uh,
0: Tanel seeing that and having the same sort of like Spidey sense mm-hmm. and knowing that boat is our only way to get to Gondor in time. Says, Havari. We are your uh, t- we are your ticket to that island and your survival if that boat leaves without us on it I cannot guarantee your life
6: <laughs> and
2: she just kind of laughs and, and then, then she make a persuasion check yeah make a persuasion check for me as she laughs oh my god
6: and and this is being said from like tin's tree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and her so like we're all we're all hearing this. We're now being, being yeah, you're all aware, aware now. I would say you're all aware now,
0: uh, twelve. I beat it by one.
2: uh, Havari is going to look at you. Will you blame me for trying? and just gives a shrug.
0: I don't. But I need you to understand something. The ticket to your survival, from this boat onward, depends on the people who are currently staring you down.
2: There. Let's do this.
0: Thank you for your cooperation. If that boat leaves, she's going to leave the tree. I hope y'all know that.
6: you <laughs> <laughs> just gives Tariel a look like, can you mm-hmm. believe the nerve on these people?
3: Tariel's hands are just flexing on the hilts of her knives. Just, Ella, give, just give me a reason. On. Give me just, a reason.
2: Not now. Not now. Just go back. Go back to camp. Go wait. We'll take care of this. And uh, without a word, the sister marches back to camp. And Duh. you... All in Havari are standing there waiting for the sea monster. Oh boy. Okay.
5: We're about to chum these waters and she's trying to get in a boat.
0: Yeah, I know. And she's going to destroy our only way out. (laughs)
6: Selfish. <laughs> yeah, good that's... catch, stupid. everybody.
2: Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. A twenty-something making a stupid decision. No one's ever done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fair enough. I'm sorry. You want character motivation? Uh, she's twenty. I'm not blaming you.
3: I'm I'm catharticing about this damn fool.
6: Mm. Beery, you've set right. everybody up. You've
3: not man, I don't know what I'm doing. I still don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, what I'm sorry. Doing. Tariel. We're, no, well, you're, you're
6: with Tariel you're, We're the trio. we're the trios over here. Okay. Uh, you're on the front line. We're on the front line together, unified with an asshole. <laughs> 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 um, slowly but surely. Uh, in, in unless you guys want to hang back, just be approaching pro approaching the shore kind of quietly, calmly, prepared.
3: Can we fan out a little bit? You sure. fan out. So okay. Tariel will, you know, go down the okay. the left edge of the bank there. Come on. Can she? Okay. Is that is that like a little scrubby thing there down the beach, Dom?
2: A little scrubby down thing.
3: What is that little? There's a little thingy near the left edge of the map, right along the water. This right here. That, yeah.
2: That's some seaweed. That's just some seaweed that I added for flavor because okay. it seemed appropriate.
6: Love it. Thank you. Okay. Beery with Vardy uh, as Tariel and our, our new friend Kiri uh, fan out to the sides. Careful of the ropes because they're about to get taut if all goes well. Um, uh, Beery's going to approach the, the shore holding the baited hook uh, and prepare to throw it out unless anybody has anything else to add. Are yeah. you waiting on your command?
0: Yeah. Are you going no. to signal Halloweth and I to pull?
6: Yeah. Um, calls out to the others. Um, You'll know the signal when you hear it. Cool. All
0: right. Perfect. <laughs> um, gonna
6: And he's going to do some, a one and a two. And because, you know, uh, a deer carcass is not light, you know, even it's if just this just like the, isn't it? the cape.
2: Yeah. We're, we've got the, we've got the full, like you're just giving it a good old, like sack of potatoes throw. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a wind up. Okay. And wing it out. And he's going to throw it. Okay. Uh, Beery, go ahead and make an athletics check for me to see
6: how far out this gets. You got it. Also, he's holding an action. I then feel I'll like we should have made on do this.
2: Throwing the deer head? You, mm-hmm. you want to kill the NPC five minutes into this We want to kill
3: Beery? Between Beery and him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Ow. thinking who's hey, got the hey, reach, who's got hey, the now. leverage to really throw it out there? I know,
2: very. What what do you got? What's your what's your very blurry? <laughs> there Sorry, we go. are back go.
6: in. <laughs> uh, seventeen.
2: Not great, but not, not with uh, with the seventeen. It's a it's a middling throw. You toss it out a couple feet out into the uh
6: into the waters, and it just kind of gives a big splash.
2: Blood okay. starts to seep into the water
6: as it begins to seep. He's going to take his shield and start slapping slapping the shore, and he's. I would say it's about. He's he's probably. Well, he's a dwarf, so. <laughs> by waist deep in water. Okay. Stop in the water.
1: Oh. Oh, cool. No.
6: Cool. 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 Um, yeah, okay. that's like knee deep for most people.
5: Yeah. So uh I I kind of so Eric is is familiar with with the water and with some of the creatures in this area as he's been traversing to his father here. And uh and, and the plan seems immaculate up until this point where I start to get a little concerned and I so I say kind of broadly to the group listen, I I'm not one to stop the dwarf leader of this group here uh from oh. uh j- from from initiating such an immaculate plan i am however concerned uh with with where you're at with, with the trees are angled right at you you're waist deep and and if this thing comes but it's a great plan if this thing comes busting out you're i agree the deer head is not the target Beery, is it
3: strictly necessary that you add yourself to the bait?
5: Beery,
2: I need you water. to make an
6: athletics check. You need Fuck. to be
2: 16. Fuck!
6: No, so, this, is, this is the best part about Beery. It's like high intelligence, Fuck. low wisdom. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: can I also, can Tariel like be just ready to grab, can I do like a pre-athletics check where she's just ready to yoink him right out of there?
2: You can oh, make God, another Beary. athletics check with ill favor if Beery fails his. Okay. How about that? Okay. I'll put you. I'll put you right behind. Yeah,
3: Taryel's like kind of inching close. Like she was going to be on the shore, but when he doesn't get out of the water, she's thinking. Ah,
6: I mean, he, he he'll be ready to skedaddle, but he What'd wants you to make roll sure that bait is tempting. <clears throat> um, twenty three. Oh
1: thank pod. God. Oh. With
6: a twenty
2: three, Beery, you wade out into the water, and about thirty seconds later, the frills of the spiny back piece like gyarados from pokemon appears Ooh. in the He's water backing up. this thing is like 20 feet long you are very very close to it but you back up in time onto the shore the teeth are a foot long And wading out of the water, glancing over your shoulder, you watch as this enormous serpent yet giant anaconda-like creature appears with its head out of the water. And just like those sharks that jump 10 feet out in the air when they're chasing a seal in those nature documentaries, this thing swoops in like a killer whale trying to beach something else. And its enormous jaws latch onto both the rope and the deer head as it. Attempts to digest it.
6: The, seeing this absolute horror show behind him as he's trying to like, you know, when you're like <laughs> trying to run through water, and it's, it's the scariest thing ever. Just like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, as he's like running out of the water, he's just gonna scream, "Pull the rope!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> we pulled, baby. <laughs> oh,
0: Hollywood.
6: Hollywood has never pulled a rope more in his life. This is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, now, these are tied tight. They might require... They, they are. Can yeah. I go ahead and Beery. do my
3: athletics role? Can I just try, just reflexively, just like, he's not going fast enough. Can I...
2: Yeah, go ahead and make an attempt to just grab Beery and throw him out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will put... Beery, I will put you on deck to sort of explain to the podcast listeners who don't have the visuals. Can you explain sort of what happens as the elves pull the rope Um, as Tariel attempts to get it's you out of successful.
6: the way? It's successful. It's suddenly... All of the... Oh. All pretty much these are you know physical batteries, right? Mm-hmm. One is gravity, one is spring, and the second, those ropes are pulled. The slip knot is loosed, and all of the energy pulls towards the shore. So it's gonna beach this thing if all goes to plan. Okay.
3: I'm carrying the theme of the last episode where I was just rolling right? roll twenty twos. I roll a twenty
2: two with a six. Amazing, oh my gosh. Uh, Trevor, last episode we rolled like 15 22s over the course of like three hours, it was was wild. Excellent. Uh, Yeah,
3: so Tariel not satisfied with how quickly Beery (laughs) is doing his water shuffle. Uh, We'll do a little elf spring move and just Legolas him out of there. Just grab him by the back of his jerkin and jerk him back to safety. (laughs)
5: What a what a in, visual, if I may. Just a a dwarf in high, like knee high, waist high water, high kneeing, trying to get out of there. Yeah. The jaws of foot long, tall teeth clashing together right behind him slow-mo shot he's going pull that up and then you just like an elvish arm reaches in grabs his collar and throws him out of the frame oh it was so beautiful this is awesome thank you i'm trying to get this made into an
2: animated series without the tolkien estate suing me but you know i'm trying to include as many visual gags as we can um i will ask then elves who are pulling the ropes. a so hallowith and Tenel, can you please make me athletics checks this is not necessarily to say if you are successful or unsuccessful i need to know how far the oh, no. <laughs> monster is being pulled and you're cutting the ropes in time with enough strength is going to it's like setting the hook when you're a fisherman It's exactly, gotta do it right. at the right moment you know you know uh uh pull up reel down pull up. i'm reel gonna down.
0: use a hope point for go that go ahead
2: and use a hope point. oh speaking of which uh Everybody add a fellowship point to the pool uh, for right. saving Beery's Yay. life. Oh.
0: How many is that now, Zach?
4: Uh, give me, a, it is I think it's 17. 17.
3: 17? 17, okay,
4: cool. Uh, elves, strength check, what do you got? Uh, uh, can't beat my target number by two.
0: Was by it two? strength or athletics? I'm so sorry. I'm
2: sorry, an athletics check. Okay,
0: okay, I wanted to make sure I wrote the right thing. I've been uh, playing
2: too much Baldur's Gate this week. So.
0: You're fine. <laughs> Same. Uh, 19, so I beat it by 5.
2: Fantastic. In two successful athletics checks, Beery, tell me what happens as this hook is set.
6: Oh, and these man, the sound of whipping rope going taut and, you know, some half of it's wet so it sprays everywhere. That Whatever that beast is, it's coming out of that water. By at least about 10 or 12 feet, uh, judging by the distance.
2: Uh, Speaking of distance, I'm going to say this. I'm going to roll a d12, and this is just going to be a straight roll to see how far it gets onto the shore. (laughs) On an 8 or higher, you completely bring it out of the water, and it will have ill favor on its attack rolls. With a 7 through 4, it will have regular and uh, a regular roll, and on a one through three, you don't pull it fast enough, and it stays in the water. Straight D twelve. Come on, oh, Come on baby. Oh god. Come also, on. don't forget about the hook. Eight that thing's higher, gonna be jabbed in. Higher. Actually, I'll say with you know what? With the hook, I'll roll it with ill favor. Here's two D twelves. Oh. I'll give you. There you we go. I'll That's how that. we do it, guys. Thank Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. Oh, and that's so good, because I rolled a Gandalf on that first.
6: (gasps) I can't even look. A five. About half of
2: this creature's body comes thrust with rope in its mouth, dragged up onto the shore like a dolphin or killer whale beaching itself. And you would watch as about 10 feet of this 20-foot-long sea monster attempts to look at all of you and aims at Beery with its teeth. I need everybody to choose their stances as we enter (laughs) combat. Here we go. Now, Trevor, I will give you this for combat since we didn't go over it. There are four stances that you can choose. There is forward, open, defensive, and rearward. Rearward is um, just attacks that are made from range with your bow. They will typically do less damage, but you can't get attacked by a melee character. Forward is you add one extra D6 to your attack roll. Open is you add no D6s to your roll, and defensive is you take away one D6 from your roll. However, if you are in uh, forward, the enemy gets an extra D6 to attack against you if you are in open, the enemy gets no extra d6s. And if you are in defensive, the enemy takes away 1d6. So you have a less chance of getting hit if you're in defensive, more chance of getting hit and dealing more damage if you're in forward. So let's choose stances. Uh, Tanel.
0: Rear word for sure.
4: Rear word. Oh, obviously, rear word. He's, he's rearward. Right. His bow is drawn.
6: Beery. Um, so that thing just got ripped up pretty much right to him, so he has almost no choice. But to, you know what? He's going to be defensive and also protect companion, uh, Tariel. Okay, so that will be a combat action.
2: Uh, uh, when the time comes, Trevor, just so you know. yeah, yeah, that will be your turn. Uh, Trevor, don't worry about combat actions just yet, you're totally fine. Tario.
3: uh, Tariel will also be forward,
2: forward, air Kyrion, uh, forward. Forward, okay. So turn, go- like, huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so turn order is going to go.
1: three of us are
2: like, So turn order is going to go Ercurion, Tariel, Beery, Hallowith, and Tanel. Uh, you are unclear when the sea monster is going to be attacking. I am not going to tell you. Ercurion, you are up with your two swords. You have the ability to attack twice. How are okay. you approaching this monster? And I encourage you, as I said on our phone call, Trevor, please break my game if you want. Okay.
5: Be. Uh so I want to make sure that we stick to one. I know we had confusion. Should I be two swords or a sword and shield?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, you had sword and shield. My mistake. I'm confusing you no with worries. the guy that played uh Haldir. You have no sword worries. And shield. Go ahead and uh okay. make your, your first attack if you would
5: mind. Um, Would it make sense that I know of this type of creature, or would this be relatively new to me?
2: This is a relatively new sea monster that, if it were going to exist, you would assume was out in the deep depths of the ocean at a couple hundred feet down.
5: Okay. So without really knowing much about its sensitive spots, um, this thing has been beached up next to me. As it's pulled, thrusted in, um, I immediately take out my sword and just go to its back and swing as hard as I can just down onto uh, the meaty serpent body of this thing.
2: All right, fantastic. So I will say this. In pulling everybody back and in Tariel, you saving Beery, I am now going to say that the serpent from a... Oops, excuse me. I almost deleted Beery instead of the sea monster. (laughs) The serpent is now going to be in this area as the ropes fall to the wayside and it is now... Uh, at least two spaces from the water.
5: Okay, so if it's in front of me then, Mm -hmm. uh, and just to the left, as it's pulled to the ground and kind of concurrent with it hitting the ground, I'm uh, running in with my sword drawn and then jabbing towards its face, seeing if I can't hit for its eye or some sensitive spot in its face.
2: Okay, so if you are looking for a sensitive spot, we can also do what's called a targeted attack. I will allow a targeted attack if you remove 1d6 from your attack roll. So because you're in forward position, this would just be a normal roll to potentially take out the eye. I'll do that, yeah. Okay, go ahead and make me an attack roll. You are trying to beat uh, your target number in uh, strength plus a certain amount, which is the parry score. It's essentially the AC, the the uh, armor class of Dungeons & Dragons.
5: Okay, so I roll my proficiency in swords, right?
2: You do, yes. One D12 and however many D6s are in.
5: All right. Or, wow. So- I got a Gandalf on my 12. and then yes! So I've got a 12 plus 11, 23 going so for that eyeball.
2: Cool. Instant success and double damage. The rest of you watch. Yes! The rest of you watch yeah! as yes! yes! er- yes! <laughs> they er- carry on. Apropos of nothing but his own chutzpah, strength, power of friendship, whatever you want to call it, grabs his sword, uses his shield as a defensive, and plunges that sword into the eye. I am going to say that anyone in melee with this creature is going to have their attack rolls against them at ill favor. You have blinded the Basilisk in Harry Potter. Yeah! Yeah! Wow, that's a heck of a (laughs) first turn.
1: (laughs) Amazing.
2: So that's your primary action. Trevor, the way primary actions work is you get to roll a dice. You're allowed to do a secondary action, but usually you can't roll a dice. So if there's anything else you would like to do, whether it's you would like to retreat because I will say you are now in melee range with it, you can go ahead and move back, you can go yeah. ahead and toss something, you can do whatever you want to do.
5: I think um I think in this moment I'm just so heated. I've stabbed it in in the eye. I'm going to pull the sword out and just kind of spin off to the side just a little bit, maybe like five feet away, and and then hold my shield up and uh, kind of brace for any sort of retaliation.
2: I will go ahead and move you one space to the right. You are currently one space away from the sea monster. Tariel, you're up.
3: Okay. So, I feel like my primary action could be to intimidate, Mm
2: -hmm. usually
3: in this stance. I don't know if that's... I feel like we're past that.
2: I'll (laughs) allow you to make an insight check to see if you want to intimidate this thing or if it's possible, but it will be with ill favor.
3: Well, what's it doing right now? It's been stabbing the eyes and writhing around. It is Is actively
2: trying to thrash around and eat Beery.
3: Okay, I don't think that it's worth it to try and intimidate. I think we're just trying to kill. Go for it. So she will pull out both of her knives and with just the barest, pause um, as, a, as your Kyrian just like blinds this thing. Uh, she, as he spins away, she takes that opportunity to move in and try, does it have like, does it have gills? Does it have um, any openings along its sides? I'll allow you as,
2: I'll allow you as a secondary action to make a scan check to get the instant sort of understanding of this creature. Okay.
6: Nice very great smart great call
3: that's an eye of sauron so oh, it's right it's oh. writhing it's wet it's angry. it's unclear
6: it's
2: really yeah. unclear i'm sorry
3: yeah that's okay she will um just sort of stab with one knife she'll just sort of go in the general direction of it's like the back of its head and throat area it, where yeah. its gills would be if it hadn't. Okay. In the whole yeah, that he's just gonna open it up.
2: Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. I'll say you move two spaces up into combat with it.
1: Okay. okay
3: Special so thanks that's... to Cullen
2: Vance for making this music. Yes. CullenVanceCreative.com.
3: Okay, that's a 19 for the first knife.
2: 19 hits
3: and yes, a Gandalf for the second knife. Bitch, yeah. wow. no! <laughs> so with um, with three damage per dagger,
2: all right, with so a total of quick six, as a flash, damage. Sh-
3: sh- uh, right along its throat, and then also leaps back out of the range of its
2: jaws. All right, I will let you move back one space. The rest of you would watch as this sea monster gives a great. I probably peaked the mic there, I'm really sorry.
4: Yeah, you didn't get much of that, but it was I'll cool. add in the sound effect
2: later, it was great. Sound something like, uh, 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 as Tariel
6: lunges both blades into the back of its neck. Beery, you are up. Oh man, I'm, he's feeling so inspired as his friends are just laying it down right now. Um, also... I'm getting strong monster hunter vibes as he's like, wields his hammer and he gets, he's going to be, I'm imagining this thing has a big old flat, flat forehead, right? Oh yeah, this this thing is the yeah. ugliest sea monster, flat
2: head, all wrinkly, just kind of like, the teeth make it fearsome, but the rest of it is
6: like, are you an 80 year old man that got turned into a sea monster? Ooh. This thing's ugly. Like, a, there's something I used to fish as a child called monkey-faced eels, and this is what I'm imagining. Monkey face eels. Charlotte. You know what's up. Um, and this is actually how we disposed of them as a uh, as a kid: is you 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 whack them on the head, and as humane as possible, you'll be as I want it to not suffer. So that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna get that hammer just a swinging and come down right on its forehead. Okay, go ahead and make me an attack roll.
4: I'm imagining kind of like the angle angling anglerfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Anglerfish like angle, like Finding Nemo. Yep
6: there's a six okay
3: I'm hearing tank in my head right now
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 27. yeah that hits that absolutely hits okay <laughs> Hulk Fury, smash. you bring the hammer down Thor style just on top of its head I'm gonna move you one space closer mm-hmm to this creature now this creature is also in forward position or excuse me is uh in in the defensive position as well because it was caught off guard um yeah i didn't roll my
3: extra d6 i forgot about
2: that. you hit anyway so congratulations um so beery second before i go with the sea monster secondary action um he was protecting command uh that's true you were doing protect companion against
6: But Tario has, as you know, kind of flanked it off to the side. So uh-huh. I'd say that's, I, I would say that's moot. Would you like to move in front of Tario? I will allow you to move
2: two spaces. Do you like a your little shift. Is, yeah. So your movement is four. So one, yeah. two. You're going to be up here in front of Tario. Me? Well, I definitely don't want to like block the lady from that badassery you, she's you about to unleash. You won't block. She'll be able to attack. It's just she's hiding behind the shield until her next turn comes. It's it's sort of like Perfect. a... Yeah, She's not hiding in, behind in, the
3: shield. She just sort of danced out of the way. Yeah, Since yeah. this thing- In, since... in
2: real time, or it's a sword in front of the sea monster, Tariel does a spin move, and the next turn will like- Because now
3: we're on either, we've got it flanked. So I assume it's thrashing trying to bite both of us and she's just trying to keep it constantly moving. So it's always being attacked.
2: Why don't we find out whether or not uh, this thing hits? Because as it is in the defensive position, this is gonna roll 1d12 and 3d6s, to try and hit both Tariel and Beery oh, no. as with its tail. It thrashes I hit the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it thrashes its tail to attempt to deal some damage with its spiked tail and throw Beery and Tariel backwards. Remind me of your parry scores, both of you.
6: Spiked tail? Twenty.
3: Twenty? Sixteen. Sixteen.
2: That's a Gandalf. Uh, I'm going to show you In right now, spite? just so. Gandalf uh, with a three, four, and a one. Beery, Tariel. Actually, no, Ercurion, you're going to watch as both Beery and Tariel are thrown back an additional four spaces
1: my as my this
2: sea monster attempts to use its tail with its spikes and (laughs) hits both of them and sends them reeling. You are alone and close to it. Both Beery and Tariel are going to take six points of damage as the spikes hit your leather and steel armor in the shield and throw you back and rattle you. Tariel, excuse me, Halloweth and Tanel, you are both up in rearward. Since you are on opposite sides, I will allow you to coordinate together if you would like.
4: Um...
2: Tenelle,
3: oh, Tanel! she's standing right there with us. What's
0: happening to cheese? Oh, I'll be keeping an eye out for her. That is my secondary <laughs> action. Don't you worry.
1: <laughs>
5: didn't one for you tail? and one for you.
0: Ugh.
4: Um, my my plan was to, if someone, uh, if if Tanel, I'm going to use Osanway for this to kind of communicate to the the the, the Elvish church. telepathy. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, to say, if you can get it to roll and open its mouth wide, I'll put something in it. Oh, that sounded weird. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Excellent.
5: Leave it. No.
4: <laughs> yeah, leave it. I, yeah, uh, there's no way I can fix this. Just make him roll. Okay. <laughs> him roll.
2: Hallowith, I'm going to say, if you want to use Osanway, that will be your secondary action. That's Are you fine. cool with that? Okay, cool. Secondary action of Osanway. Halloweth, you're up. Tanel, you're on deck.
4: Get it to roll. Okay. Like hit its tail or something. Or get it to, yeah, just get this tail. Tanel, if okay. you
2: would like to attempt to do that, I will allow mm-hmm. you to do it this turn since you're both in rearward.
0: Okay. Um. Then Tanel's going to pull out one of Beery's spinning arrows. Okay. Since that does the most damage yes, that I that can do. Yes, that would be do. a
2: potential nine yeah. damage if you hit with all three.
0: Yes. And uh, she is just going to sort of just fire at its head, not a called shot, but she's like, that's going to be the most painful point.
2: I will say if you're trying to aim for its head, it will be a called it will? shot. Okay. If you would like to not make it a called shot, you can roll normally. You want to aim for its head. You're going one less d6. I,
0: it's not going to be a called shot. I'm just going to use the most powerful mm-hmm. thing I have then.
6: Go for it. Good. Good move, Tori. Oh. oh.
0: Please. Okay. Give me a second
2: mm-hmm
0: 21
2: a 21 hits yeah. the rest of you would watch actually I'm gonna describe all of this through air Curion, just watching the rest of these three yes battles. yes air <laughs> Curion, you're gonna watch as the most beautiful elf you've ever seen in the world long blonde hair flowing <laughs> in the wind pulls out an arrow knocks it draws looses it And for some reason, you think you see the arrows separate into three as the arrowheads split and become this sort of three points of damage as it sinks deep into the flank of this sea monster as it lets out. a, And it takes nine additional points of damage in this moment. Mm -hmm. Haloueth, in doing what you would like it to do, I'm actually going to ask... This is going to be more a fate check, whether or not you can get this thing to roar. This is not something we've done before, but you're trying to get someone to do something else. So it's kind of like a luck check.
4: I'm not trying to, does it roar when it gets hit in the flank by a three point arrow? I'm assuming it
2: depends (laughs) on how wide it's going to open. The the answer is probably yes, but I'm going to let the dice decide this one. Please roll me a D12 on an eight or higher. The creature roars.
3: At this four. point, I'm picturing Tanel looks like the Goldberry Magic: The Gathering card, with pointy with ears. Just that
2: very mm-hmm. thick, uh, magical lady kind of energy. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, I'm not sure if you've seen the Magic: The Gathering set, but oh, Goldberry. I have. some. Ch- <laughs> right. I knew you. I were think cool. I have her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you were cool. All right, uh, Tanel, you have made your attack. with the creature is not opening its mouth, but you are you are up uh hold on real quick oh oh you've got your secondary action as yes. well go ahead
0: where's our two gals our gal pals
2: you can go ahead mm-hmm. and make a scan check for me please Thank oh you my so god much. don't even yes. don't I swear even to god.
3: if they're not halfway down the throat of that thing already i swear to god <laughs> 16 beat it by 5
2: you don't see them
0: oh, fuck okay cool excellent that's my turn Okay. Hey, uh, cool. Can I
3: ha- do it? No, oh, yeah. next time.
2: Next, next <laughs> well, time you're up. Uh, Hallworth. Okay. Uh, you've you've got your primary action left.
4: i changed my. Oh man, it doesn't roar from getting hit that way. That sucks. Um,
2: <laughs> Gotta let the dice tell the story, my friend.
4: Uh, okay, I'm gonna. Fuck, I'm gonna force its mouth open. I'm not. I'm not gonna use my bow this time. Um, Hallworth's going to use the grass and try and, and try and get some, literally the earth to claw its jaw open wide.
2: Make me a lore check, please. Yeah. Uh Erkyrion, you are going to watch as Halloweth sinks his fingers into the ground and you begin to feel almost a vibrating sensation as a, almost like, you know that uh, uh, hair standing up on the back of your neck feeling? You begin to feel that as Aloueth sinks his fingers into the ground, calling on the deep magics of Middle-earth, and you rolled...
4: Uh, a seven, I beat my target number by six. Okay.
2: In what, what did you roll total? 17. 17. Beating your target number by six, it has a plus six to whatever target number you have rolled. 17 hits. Please describe for me how the vines, the magic,
4: the nature tr- attempt to pry this creature's jaw open. He's going to use the roots from like the tree. These are big trees and especially around the stumps that are, that were once dead. He's going to call upon the life that once was and extend the roots up through the ground as almost finger-like tendons. clasp this thing's lower jaw and just yank them down oh. into the earth gnarly okay here's what i'm gonna say
2: i'm gonna go ahead and make a saving throw its next turn when it is in defensive position which means air Curion, tariel and biri you three have the opportunity with its mouth clamped open to do something about it air Curion, you are up
5: okay um does it take an action to kind of observe this kind of as Tariel tried to uh, take in what the this organism looks like?
2: Not an action. I will say if you would like to try and look for any kind of weaknesses, that will take an action. That will be a dice roll. But general observations, no.
5: Okay. Um, I think what I want to do... Oh, man. I think I- I'm just astounded at everything that I've seen thus far. This party is wildly more powerful than I knew I was stepping into, so I'm a little bit shocked, so um, I think what I'm gonna do is, after seeing the, uh, after seeing Tariel and Beery thrown so far, I, um, let's see, can I, can I attack and retreat? Is that possible? Yes, I will allow you, so you have four squares of movement. You would have to be,
2: you would have to move one to the left to be in combat with this creature. You could then retreat three spaces, which would, uh, move you, uh three away so okay you would be here if you want to retreat i'm gonna maybe do that you... okay so yeah if you want to attack you'll move one closer go ahead and make me an attack roll how big
5: is its mouth compared to my shield what are you trying to do could i wedge its mouth open to, oh, to a fix yes! could i run in seeing what he's trying to do because he's kind of shouted maybe to the group open its mouth and I jab my shield kind of in the hinge of its jaw to ensure that it stays that way before retreating. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I will say this. This will technically count as an attack roll. Okay. But it will be with your shield, which is the- not a mechanic that exists in the One Ring. So I will say this. You said break the game. I-, I love that. I love it when you <laughs> do that. This is amazing. Um, it Make- could
6: be brawling. Which is one less g- than your highest uh, thingy. Yeah,
2: yeah. I will say, because you're in forward, Er-Kirion, Yeah. make me an attack roll, just 1d12 and however many d6s you have, but roll normally. You're not getting that extra d6 with the forward position, because this is going to be almost a targeted attack, but with your shield.
5: Okay. Right.
2: What- okay. And which stat am i rolling this is going to be athletics you are trying okay. to be your target number plus a certain extra that is basically like the armor class of this creature so okay. roll 1d12 and however many d6s you do with swords but one but, but yeah 1d12 and however many 6 uh d6s you roll with swords this will be a flat roll
5: okay so, my athletics and swords are slightly different and i do do i take my forward additional one oh, as well oh excuse
2: me i'm sorry i'm sorry let me let me backtrack this again how do i want to do this this will be athletics since shields are not a weapon make an okay. athletics roll if you beat your target number let me know
5: okay um that beats the target number by three by three
2: hits the rest of you would watch as air Curion picking up on what hallowith is trying to do takes his shield, slams it down into the bottom hinge of the jaw, and wedges it inside with all of his strength as a few of the teeth get knocked off, the blood comes rushing out of the gums, as the shield is ah, 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 stuck in there. It no longer has its bite attack until its turn when it's going to attempt to crush the shield, but for now, Tariel and Beery, (laughs) you will not be targeted by the bite attack. Lantariel, you're up next. Oh, excuse me. Kyrion, uh, you have a secondary action. Would
5: you like to move through? Oh, I'm ahead? running away. Yeah. I'm okay, like, yeah. all, all right. right, got that done. <laughs> all right, you are right here. Go right ahead. Amazing. Uh, I picture Beery when he was running away. Now I'm running away in slow motion, like, get its mouth! <laughs> it's open! Hello, get in there! Uh, That's an excellent point. Uh,
2: Trevor, let me let Beery and... Tariel, no. If you would like to aim down its throat, that will not be a called shot. That will just be a regular attack. I have a
3: plan. Let me do my plan.
2: I'll let you cook. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Uh, So, Tariel, having been thrown back, she's not her usual graceful self with her janky shoulders. Uh, She doesn't quite hit the ground like a sack of of potatoes, manages to sort of, like, catch herself just enough where she skids back on all fours through the dirt. Uh, Her knives go clattering. But as she writes herself, she sees this rapid interaction of swords and shields and in a flash, she's back on her feet, does not reach for her knives, but instead reaches back and grabs her last mithril arrow (laughs) and goes just, but does not knock it to her bow. Instead just goes running back Towards the monster with it drawn in her arm, to stick it directly in its mouth and drive it up into its brain through the roof of its mouth.
2: Hell oh. yes. Okay, oh. so this this would what this is what would be known as the assassination mechanic. We briefly mentioned it a couple of, actually probably twenty or thirty episodes ago when Hallowith was uh, attacking those uh, orcs. One, two, three, four spaces. You are within combat Tariel. This is a called shot with an arrow reaching inside its mouth. Make me a standard attack roll, but not with your bow skill, with your sword skill. And this is only going to be one hit.
4: Technically, if it's a like an arrow.
2: Oh, uh, do you do you have anything in spear?
4: Tariel? No.
2: Um, okay, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll allow you to use
6: swords if you want. It's a and sharp spear. object.
4: Yeah, yeah it's right. not 20, nearly long 20, 20 enough. You can go brain.
6: Okay. Well, unlike Tario, well, uh, fellowship, fellowship. Fellowship point? Fellowship point, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Roll an okay. extra D6 then, Tario.
3: Okay, uh, thanks guys. Unlike
6: Tario that, that landed fairly gracefully, uh, Beery bounced like a sack of potatoes and then <laughs> it's not like picked himself up and is like looking at Tario, but it has like the anime heart eyes yet again. <laughs> At this moment,
3: um, with the help of the fellowship, uh, I do. I've already got two sixes. Okay. Uh, the twelve plus five is seventeen. Plus two is nineteen. Plus
4: three is twenty-two. Hey. Lucky t-
3: twenty-two. Yes.
4: Catch twenty-two, uh, port twenty-two,
2: baby, <laughs> Tariel. With two sixes, you gain additional piercing damage twice. So, please roll me the, please roll me 2d6 to see how much damage you add as you thrust this arrow into the jaw.
3: And Kill I'll it. note the base mithril damage is five. Yes, it is. Okay. <gasps> Kill it. Plus 10. Kill it.
2: Plus 10? hmm You deal 15 damage to...
3: Yeah.
2: Air Kyrion? You ran away from this thing, but this redhead elf, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. She grabs the arrow, pulls it out, doesn't knock it, sprints past you, gives you kind of a glaring look like, are you seriously running away? But there's no time to think about, No. sorry, no, no, no (laughs) judgment there?
3: Nope.
2: She's focused on
3: what she's doing. Screw this guy.
2: Screw. Okay, completely ignoring. Not screw ignoring She's you. not
3: thinking about it. The only thing she's yeah. thinking hey, about, about is get the monster down. Fair enough. Excellent.
5: You take. She, she looks arrow. at the camera and winks. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> we yes! haven't broken the fourth wall yet, no, but we're yet. getting there. <laughs> Rusting this arrow up. It doesn't break. This arrowhead goes deep. As you hear yet another shriek, as this creature. <laughs> as it falls it is still twitching as its head begins to lash backward and forward this is going to be the saving throw as it attempts to chomp down on the shield and use its head as a weapon tariel you are in the way
4: it also has it also has roots pulling it down
2: that's true, it does. So it is going to go ahead and make this attack with ill favor. And Tariel, you are in the forward position. So it gets one extra d6, but with ill favor. And of course, thematically, Please. it's a fucking Eye of Sauron.
1: Yes! <laughs> Bitch, yes! ah! Ah!
2: It tries so hard. Ariel, Mm -hmm. but the vines weighing it down from the ground, the arrow being shot up into its mouth. It's this proportion of directional momentum that it can't break. You watch as its jocks become slightly unhinged as it breaks sort of off to the side. It's going to have ill favor on its bite turns now. As Arcurion, you watch as the shield crumples and dents underneath the weight of this creature's grip, but it's still in its mouth. Halloweth, Tanel, you are both up. I will allow you to either work together or go one at a time. Did Beery go? Beery's gone.
6: He, he has oh, go. excuse
2: me, Beery, yeah, you're yeah. still up. Go ahead.
6: Okay. Um. God, I'm just awestruck right now. Like, what, what does one even do now? Um. Well, he's definitely going to run up, uh, dust himself off, pick up his hammer, and Try to get to Tario. Okay. So is her is hand one, out of its jaws? Yeah. By so now? Two, she's just three, four. snatched yes. her hand. Like she
3: stabbed okay. one swift movement, stab withdrawn. Her forearm is just covered in monster saliva. Viscous, due, gross. Blood, yeah. It's nasty, yeah. but it's out of there. And as it's writhing around, still somehow alive, she just goes,
1: How?
6: Oh, man. I, I, Be- well, Beery's concern was mainly Tariel, making sure that she got out of that alive. Uh, and I think what he's going to attempt to do is is grab onto Halloweth's side of the rope, the Okay. left rope. Yep. Grab onto it and pull it taut to keep the thrashing down to give the others a shot, to hold it still, to... Just kind okay. of stretch this thing out.
2: Uh yeah, go ahead and make me an athletics check. On a successful check, you will succeed and give everybody in rearward favor.
6: Oh, ooh, there we go. Oh, it's not great. Eight. 16, which beats it by five.
2: Sixteen right. does not hit, unfortunately. Ah. You grab ooh. the rope, try to wrench it back. This Damn. thing is. So strong, this thing is so strong. Uh, I will allow you your secondary action, something that will not be a dice roll, if you would like to do something, or if you want to do a combat action as your secondary action.
6: Yeah, well, I I guess.
2: Would you like to protect companion for Taryl again?
6: I don't know, a bit of a, a a bit of a shield for Tariel. We're next to each other. Okay, yeah, cool. Keep yeah, that uh up.
2: protect companion. So Tariel if it goes after you, uh it will have one less d6. It's going to. Uh because it is now it's uh full and proper turn. I used its uh rea- legendary reactions to try and attack. So Tariel realizing that you are the most important and dangerous uh folk in this being in the forward position. 1d12 3d6s. Remind me of your parry score again.
3: 16.
2: 8, nine, 10, eleven, twelve, thirteen 12, 13 does not hit. You watch as it attempts to wrench itself left, right, trying to break out of the grasp. Beery holding onto it, the shield still in its mouth. It can't use its bite attack. Its tail is just going left and right, attempting to throw you back, but it does not work. Halloweth, you are up. Tenel,
4: you're on deck. Uh, Okay. This is going to be- you said there's no like. if I go for its mouth, it's not a called shot because of the shield now?
2: This will not be a called shot because of the shield,
4: yes. Excellent, okay. Halloweth is going to use one of his exploding fire arrows.
2: One of your two remaining, yes.
4: Uh, to, and he's going to try and it basically explode it from the inside. Uh-huh. So he's going to shoot an arrow into its mouth.
2: Okay, go ahead and mark off one of those three, I think two fire arrows you have mm-hmm. remaining, if I'm remembering correctly.
4: Yep. Yeah. And this would just be a straight roll because it's not a uh... Yeah. Oh. oh, there's a six in there. Okay.
1: <laughs>
4: okay, so it's uh there's a there's a six and I got a 38.
3: What? <laughs> what?
4: I have 66 in my bow. <laughs> what?
3: 30. Eight.
4: 38 with a bow. I got a nine four four five six five
2: five. Um. Every oh. once in a while, I imagine what this will look like as an animated series. Uh, Tori, I'm going to allow you to take your turn before I tell you what happens with Halloweth's shot. Well, Go ahead.
0: Um. Well, I mean, I'm not even going to shoot. I, oh no, no, no!
2: I, no. I like... insist you. I insist I you do simultaneously. Oh, okay,
0: cool. Uh. Well, I will. Uh. Use just another spinning arrow i suppose okay this thing is still alive so let me just go ahead and fire that as well yep 20
2: 20 hits
0: with a six
2: that's extra piercing damage
0: so one okay (laughs) and then where's the boat
2: Oh, <laughs> anybody that wants to can go ahead and make a scan check for me. You're
3: oh my god, okay. <clears throat>
4: mm. uh, mother, I, I, I'm not gonna beat my target and, and
3: seven, no, yeah, 17, 17 for me as well. 17, team 17.
4: Uh, I got, I got five.
3: <laughs> oh my god, you used all your dice on that last I, time.
4: I had two D sixes, and I rolled both of them as ones, and I got a three on my D twelve. Oh,
5: at twelve, so I'm also laser focused on this basilisk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's the boat?
2: Bollocks. Boat you down. don't know. Oh,
3: <laughs> there's no way it's gotten that far. That fast. Ten- oh no, get yeah, no Where is it?
0: Sprints, full tilt, run to the uh to the dock to make see down the
2: make a scan check for me i'll allow okay. this in a post combat yeah as... i'll go ahead
0: and roll it she's an elf uh, like it can't have gone that far fuck it's an eye of sauron oh.
6: <laughs> this what, what happens cursed? to the monster
0: fuck. okay then Air just tanel's tanels on the tanels on the dock okay and i have something prepared for that but Tenelle's so
2: tanel i will say you can get hang on Where is Tanel? All right, one, two, three, four. You're sort of right by this barrel here on the dock. Okay. The boat you see on the map is not there. And you, it's so dark. And there is some moon, but not enough. No idea. Ercurion, you are going to watch as quick as a flash. These two elves send an arrow down its throat and three, one that breaks into three at its flanks as the creature gives another Arrgh. roar. Ercurion, you are back up. Oh, I got to take some not notes down? here. You know, I, look, still I not it from the inside. You did. You did. And Actually, oh, excuse me. Actually, hang on. Sorry, Ercurion, I did forget because you did the fire arrow. I was so wrapped up in. Uh, yes, yes. Hallowith. Roll me 1d6 fire damage. <laughs>
4: OK. It's also, is it an extra d6 for the for one of the piercing as well?
2: Oh, excuse me. You also wrote a 6. Roll me 2d6. One will be fire damage. One will be additional piercing.
4: OK. For fire damage is a 4 additional piercing is a 3.
2: Erkerion, I'm going to ask thematically not mechanically.
5: Are you running up to this creature? I uh How's this how's this creature looking? Because I I can only attack close range at this point and You're right. I, thematically. The thematically, if he's still thrashing, I got to get in there. You want to get in there? I think I have to, yeah. All right. Especially especially since uh one of our support ran after this boat which Unbeknownst to me, is very important to this party. So I go, With... I go. That must be an important boat, and I start <laughs> running after the Hydra.
1: <laughs> it's uh, so we're gonna have to
2: talk about that boat, Trevor. You ever seen um, that that parody cop movie where they explode the whale? I think it's Beverly Hills Nine One One or some oh sort of God. Reno Nine One One or something.
5: Uh, um, I don't know if there's... I have.
1: That's okay. But I've so seen.
2: I'm... I've seen this. I'm I'm gonna describe it to you thusly. You use your three movement spaces and the creature explodes oh. in an eruption of fire and viscous and blood. Oh
1: my God,
2: as you attempt to take your sword down onto the head yet again
1: oh.
2: The creatures insides explode as fire consumes itself. Uh, Beery, Tariel, and Ercurion, you are both going to take. Oops. Oh. Sorry. An additional two points of fire damage.
3: thick damage.
2: As we exit combat, as the fire from the explosion, with the shield keeping the mouth still open, <laughs> like dragon's
5: breath, flows out to the three of you. What if my shield uh bifurcates the flow of, of fire and it just passes <laughs> us? It just goes That's right a, past us. That's an excellent
2: point, Beery. You, you don't take any damage, Beery, but Arcurion, Kyrian
4: Tariel, you do. You are to each either side of it. Man. It
2: worked.
4: This, this, I just, <laughs> not, I could not have imagined a better kill for my number 100. <gasps>
0: That's right! that 100. <laughs>
2: They have been keeping track, Trevor, since I think episode like seven or eight. This is kill number one. It was like the first
4: time we really encountered orcs. Uh, That's
2: right. This was with Justin on like episode four. This is kill really number 100.
6: 100. Far wow. Far. That's amazing.
5: So how do I take damage? Uh, so, I have heart you, here. You
2: mark two uh, damage off of your endurance score, which is the bottom number. In the leftmost diamond oh, section yes. under strength,
5: okay. <clears throat> I will allow,
2: as we exit combat, anybody that wants to, to go ahead and make me a scan check to yep. find the button. Uh, yep. as yes, i a, yes. a
0: theat- one point.
6: Just, just for theatrics, just for the the giggles. Um, Beery's just gonna kind of just you know, as bile just sprayed over his face and blinks back to awareness and looks to. I carry on, and what do you think you hit it hard
1: enough? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I also like to
5: think that I came up for the last hit, and I go final yeah. blow, yeah, and, then it, and then it exploded all over <laughs> <laughs> us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Air carry hand up, and be like, "I that may have been overkill. I apologize."
3: Have <laughs> you guys seen Galaxy Quest? Yes. I Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're a talking about. A tremendous moment when a creature is beamed aboard the ship inside out. Oh, God. And then it explodes. Uh, hmm. It's wonderful, and it's all That's that so I unfortunate right now. For those yeah, that
2: haven't really seen gross. Galaxy Quest, it's that scene in Cloverfield where the brunette... Yeah. I love Cloverfield. That's, like, Me one too. of my I'm favorite weird sound footage.
4: Anyway. Uh, so scan check, I got 14, which I beat 14?
3: my... 14? I got... uh 17.
4: 17.
3: 16
0: for Tanel as she is continuing to sprint to the end of the dock. Okay. I beat it by 5.
2: Okay. Beery? 20. 20. Wait a minute. <laughs> Eric, carry on. Uh, I roll a 15. 15. Beery. Off in the distance with, and I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, and I haven't told you because I like keeping these sorts of surprises for the end of the episodes. I've been rolling stealth checks for this young woman's sister to attempt to steal the boat. You caught her once, and you'll notice she did not have turns during the combat because she was not helping you. Yeah. Because both of them made an attempt to steal the boat, and on turn one, in Halloweth's turn, they were successful. Wow. Oh. Beery, you are going to notice that your makeshift, thrown together, yet lovingly crafted water vessel is about 200 yards downriver, sailing out into the open sea as it begins to make its way towards the darkness of the island. I will ask anybody here. That is not Beery, Go ahead and make a scan check for me.
0: <laughs> another one.
2: Another one. Yes. Okay. This will be one to find the boat. Another for something else. Air carry one on that with would... you. So Does
5: a Gandalf? Some... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, no.
6: oh, I like. I like. I was going to say, that,
5: if I uh, if I roll a twelve on my scan, am I Gandalfing with this scan? Yes. yes, you are. Okay. So Gandalf plus three. So that's a f- another fifteen
6: success. Mm. swears horrible profanities in Kazdul and points.
2: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Did anyone roll a Gandalf as well?
3: No, mm-hmm. just a
0: regular 13. A 23, if that does anything. 23 Ooh. helps. Okay. Yep. Yeah,
2: no. 23 helps for sure. Excellent. Tori, Trevor. Mm. Tanel and Arcurion are going to watch as you see this boat floating down the river as this young woman paddling as much as she possibly can with her sister in the boat as well. Doesn't make eye contact with you. Doesn't even look at you. Isn't worried about your deal. But a shadow in the moonlight appears <gasps> over the boat as a second, larger boat coming up river intercepts it the rest of you hear a harpoon (laughs) from a ballista sink into your boat as these two women yell out a cry as the boat begins to lift up as you see multiple people over the side of the rail begin to lash ropes to it begin to use their pulley system to pull up said boat I will allow before we end tonight the rest of you to make a reaction. This is not a tor- turn order thing. Whoever talks first is going to get to do their thing.
3: Oh, uh, uh, well, I, I won't talk. I just want to know, are they still in the, like, I would think They're a harpoon still... in the side of the boat would pull it sideways. And it dump does them pull out.
2: sideways. They are hanging on for dear life, attempting to sort of stay in the boat as it is being dragged vertically up. Tanel, who is, just briefly filled with rage.
0: <laughs> just hits her knees on the edge of the dock, aghast. And has no idea what to do.
4: Sorry. Oh, sorry, Halloweth, go ahead.
1: No,
3: Halloweth, please.
4: Halloweth is, is going to genuinely, uh, just for the probably the first time you've heard in episodes, start laughing. Oh! <laughs> wow. The, the absurdity of this, sure, of course, <laughs> it's just, just, yeah, F7, right? Oh. We'll make our next moves afterwards. That's
6: that's funny. Holy shit.
2: Beery or you have a moment to take an
5: action if you would like to. Go ahead. Do I recognize anything? Do is it too dark to see what's going on? Could I? Is there anything in my knowledge, lore-wise, that I could recognize of this vessel?
2: Oh, go ahead and make me a scan check, please. Oh, no. Okay, nice.
5: Am I am and, I rolling against my TN or something? you were rolling
6: against your target number, yes. And Trevor, as you're doing that, um, you yeah, Beery is is just completely flabbergasted, a mix between ten and. You know, just the reaction of, what the hell? But um, I think uh, Halloweth's laughter would just be too contagious. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> Barry would just fly into hysterics with <laughs> along with him. Covered you in know what? monster if blood.
0: You don't cry, just be like, you can't cry, you have to laugh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Tariel, at first, even though she was doing exactly the same thing an hour ago... Whatever it was. Like she's standing there, like (sighs) she's down, she's down a lot of health, blood streaming back out of her shoulders. One of her arms is covered in monster goo. Uh, Her knives are over there. She's just standing there, looking like a wet dog, basically. And at first, she turns and looks at Beery, aghast that such malice is possible in him and then you know <laughs> huh <laughs> and she reaches down and grabs just like a bit of basilisk goo just meat and just chucks it out at the boat just you idiots Then <laughs> trudges off to retrieve her knives
2: Erkirion, what did you roll?
5: I rolled uh, four past my target.
2: Erkirion, you are going to hear off in the distance as the pulley system on this boat begins to bring this boat up vertically as these two young women hang on for dear life. Well, everybody, it seems as though we have prisoners. (laughs) The rest of you would recognize the voice of the Corsair Pirate Queen, Sangaya. I love her, I love her. In the caravan. Yep, As their boat makes their way towards you up the river. That's my wife. And and that oh. is where we are going to end tonight's episode. Oh,
0: oh my god! Of the
2: unpredicted party.
3: You love woo. to see it. You love to see it. Well,
0: at this least we is, know her.
2: This yeah. feels so good. Ah! So <sighs> Outstanding work, folks. Trevor, thank oh you my, so yes, much for doing with us. But of course. Woo!
5: Thank you for having me. This was awesome. We got to get in some lore, get in some exposition, and then mm-hmm. slice this thing asunder with some wild actions. Yeah, like that was <laughs> that was cool. Turns. That
2: that shield thing was that, that was, was awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: A
5: classic nicely move. done. Classic. Can't wait to hold that bent up, mangled <laughs> goopy shield again.
2: <laughs> it, yeah. it will probably only be a plus one to your yeah, score.
6: Yeah. No. 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 You got a Smith on your hands. Oh, be that's fun. true. That's true.
5: I go, I. You know what? We're back in the episode. I go. I go. Think <laughs> you could buff this out?
6: <laughs> <And I> just
5: <laughs> Chuck it to him. <laughs> just go back. To All, him. Right. All right. right.
4: Probably be stronger than Tell you about the shield. Ah, I think it seems horrible.
2: Beautiful. Uh, folks, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back uh, in two weeks at 7 p.m. Eastern. Join and, us every uh, other... Oh, go ahead.
3: Wait, I think this might be a good opportunity to remind everybody because now this will have been news for maybe a couple of weeks.
2: That's right, yes.
3: Uh, that uh, in June, this year, this year Unpredicted Party, the main cast, will be doing a live, uh, I guess, a one-shot probably.
2: Mm-hmm. At yeah, we will be having a in Watertown,
3: thing. New York. And uh,
2: uh so I'm not saying you should buy your tickets now, uh, but I am wait. saying that Trevor, if you can make your way to upstate in <laughs> June, I'll have you there, man. I would, been... I would
5: happily be there. <laughs> but that sounds <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yeah, everybody listening, you. you should you should go because this show is incredible as you already know. But seeing a show like this in person, from my experience, has always been just above and beyond. And you get to be part of it and you get they get to hear your feedback. So Definitely come see these guys live. That would be awesome.
2: Please. Thank you, Trevor. I appreciate it. Uh, Trevor, one more reminder. Where can folks find you online if they really liked what you did as you uh, incorrectly, but uh, no less visually defeated (laughs) this monster? Uh, hey with us with a sword stroke
5: if you like monsters and cryptids and aliens and then a little bit of true crime and unsolved mysteries and things i got a podcast called red web otherwise you can check out my company's whole swath of content from other creators that i work with over at roosterteeth.com
6: amazing
2: Perfect. We will be live on Patreon, patreon.com slash marshall 72 The link will be in the bio. I only discovered this 47 episodes in. Didn't include the link to the Patreon in the YouTube description. So fully everybody that watches the Patreon, you're the real ones right now. And those of you that are going to subscribe because of this episode and because Trevor is coming and potentially maybe other guests, who even knows? Uh, We will see you over there, patreon.com slash donmarshall72 as the Unpredicted After Party and the show begins. We will see you over there. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back in two weeks. See you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted After Party, the Patreon exclusive, where I get to just sort of quiz these nerds about everything that happened. First and foremost, Trevor, thank you so much for joining us. This was an absolute pleasure to have you on the chaos that I can only assume (laughs) is so much weirder than anything you've ever done before.
5: Uh, The pleasure is all mine. Uh, This was this was fun to role play a little character in this in this world that I've read about and watched. And it's just uh, this has been really fun so far
6: yeah
3: no, are you gonna come back
6: i know oh. i love these so far so yeah. far
5: yeah. so far <laughs> yeah no i'd love to come back um i think the mm-hmm. character still has some work to be done and uh yeah i can't i can't just leave you high and dry in the in the monster guts as uh... a <laughs> free i mean someone did the npcs certainly
4: did true. But oh, that's my. true as you as mean, most of our guest stars who are meant to be here for like a one episode extravaganza always make it into a three part series. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's just that I'm here for it.
2: Well, we some like Charlotte
4: like, just stay forever. So...
6: Oh yeah, Charlotte is <laughs> supposed
2: to be a three episode guest and just never left after episode eighteen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, she's Procure, here. I'm and... just saying. <laughs> <it's
5: amazing. laughs> we'll have to see how the story plays out. You Let's let, let listen. We've we've got yeah yes.
3: Can you provide us some insight into what the hell is going on with these NPCs? Like the (laughs) development of these characters? Why you made them so very unpalatable? What is their, what was your whole thought process? Who was your muse? yeah, okay. so, so, I'd like to have a word
1: with
5: them. Yeah, no, no, no,
2: that's fine, that's fine. The thing about the Lord of the Rings is that you don't meet a lot of NPCs that are dislikable, right? You like Theoden, you like Elrond, you kind of even like Gollum. Everyone's got a little bit of good to them. And Havari had a little bit of good to her. Uh, and then you almost tried to slit her throat, Tariel. <laughs> there are consequences. There are consequences to your actions, Charlotte.
1: <laughs>